four living creatures are enormous you find that they they they, they come and and when they say come then you find that the horsemen who are very dreadful obey them actually respond to them that is just the enormity the enormity of these four living creatures at the throne of God. And if you know what the horsemen do, then you will be shocked because they call them, they say, come. And they come very obediently and promptly. The horsemen. The horsemen come to the four living creatures very obediently and promptly. And so, Naibu basi, this is what's occurring at the throne position. And he says, Nae anasema, Then a rider came out kisha akaja, with a white horse. Akiwa na farasi mwepe, and as he comes out with a white horse, na anapokuja nae farasi mwepe, and um, he is white, he is in, with a white horse. Na you, yuko na farasi mweupe. And you know why it speaks for righteousness and purity and holiness. Na unajua weupe inazungumzia kuhusu ule usafi na utakatifu. Na uhaki tafadhali. Na, na uhaki. Yes, so 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 yes, so um so, so why it speaks for righteousness, purity and holiness. Weupe inazungumzia kuhusu usafi, utakatifu na uhaki na na utakatifu. And this rider that comes here, hapa, a crown is given him. Taji anapewa. Are you not amazed that all this is happening at the throne of God Almighty? Je, amshangazi kwamba mambo haya yote yanatendeka katika enzi ya Mungu mkuu Mwenyezi? These horsemen, huyu mpanda farasi, essentially represent the power of God sent to the four ends to the ends of the earth. Kimsingi anaashiria nguvu za Mungu zilizotumwa katika pembe nne za ulimwengu. To go and conquer the earth. Kwenda na kushinda dunia. And that's why I told you that these are the events that roll out for the gradual repossession of the earth and the installing of the kingdom of Israel and the installing of the kingdom of Yahweh. Na basi hii haya ndio matukio ambayo yanazindua kule kuwekezwa kwa ufalme wa Mungu na pia kuwekezwa kwa ufalme wa Israeli. And so it is very powerful. However, this rider of the white horse. Hata hivyo huyu mpandaji farasi mweupe. He has a bow. Ako na upinde. A crown is given him. Taji inapewa yeye. You don't hear the arrows. Hausikii kuhusu mishale. And they say he rides out as a conqueror bent on conquest. Na anasema kwamba anaenda akiwa anaenda kushinda na anapata kushinda. There is another rider of the white horse in the book of Revelation chapter 19. Kunaye mpanda farasi mwingine farasi mweupe katika kitabu cha Ufunuo 19. Turn with me to Revelation 19. Geuka pamoja nami katika kitabu cha Ufunuo 19. And he says the following. Naye anasema yafuatayo. Verse 11. Mustari wake wa 11. I saw heaven standing open. Nikaona mbingu Okay just translate my words is better. I saw heaven standing open. And there before me was a white horse. Whose rider is called faithful and true. With justice he judges and wages war. 
His eyes are like blazing fire. Macho yake ni kama miali ya moto ya juu. He has a name written on him that no one knows but he himself. Na juu ya kichwa chake kuna taji, kuna taji nyingi. Ako na jina lilo andikwa ambalo hakuna mtu yote aliyelijua. He is dressed in a robe dipped in blood. Alikuwa amevaa joo lilochovya kwenye damu. And his name is the word of god nalo jina lake ni neno la mungu the armies of heaven are following him majeshi ya mbinguni walikuwa wakimfuata riding on white horses dressed in fine linen white and clean wakiwa wamepanda farasi weupe hali wamevaa mavazi ya kitani nzuri nyeupe na safi coming out of his mouth is a sharp sword kinywani mwake utoka upanga mkali with which he strikes down the nations ambao kwa huo anatayangusha mataifa meaning he is coming to judge the nations nisha anakuja kuyahukumu mataifa he will rule them with an iron scepter atawatawala kwa fimbo yake ya utawala ya chuma hmm. we remember that scepter tunakumbuka hiyo fimbo that will not leave the house of judah kwamba ambayo haitaondoka katika nyumba ya yuda and he says he treats the wine press of the fury of the wrath of god na anasema kwamba atalikanyaga shinikizo la mfinyo wa ghadhabu ya Mungu mwenyezi God Almighty ya Mungu mkuu mwenyezi On his robe and on his thigh he has this name written Kwenye joho lake na paja lake ana hili jina liloandikwa King of Kings Mfalme wa wafalme and Lord of Lords Na bwana wa mabwana And so it's very powerful because now you meet another rider of the white horse Na basi ni nguvu sana kwa sababu sasa unapatana na mpanda farasi mwingine mweupe The one that is in Revelation chapter 6 verses 1 to 2. Yule ambaye yuko katika kitabu cha Ufunuo mlango wa sita mstari wa kwanza na wa pili. It is the lamb ni mwana kondoo that breaks the first seal. Ambaye anaivunja ile lakiri ya kwanza. And the first creature comes. Na yule kiumbe mwenye hai wa kwanza anakuja. And he says in a voice like thunder come. Na anasema kwa sauti kama ya radi njo. Then out of the throne of God Almighty. Alafu kutoka katika enzi ya Mungu mkuu mwenyezi comes the rider of the white the white horse anatoka mpandaji farasi mweupe of revelation chapter 6:1-2 wa kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa sita mstari wa kwanza na wa pili and then he is released alafu kisha anaachiliwa as we are going to see very shortly kama vile tunavyoenda kuona kwa muda mfupi ujao and then you come to revelation 19 alafu unakuja kitabu cha ufunuo 19 verse 11 to 14 all the way down mstari wa 11 hadi 14 kwenda chini he comes from heaven anatoka mbinguni and i've seen this particular horse i've seen it na nimeona huyu farasi haswa nimemuona This horse that is in Revelation chapter 19. Huyu farasi ambaye yuko katika kitabu cha Ufunuo 19. I have preached this in Canada. Nimehubiri haya Canada. Toronto Montreal. Toronto Montreal. I preached it in Australia in New Zealand. Nimehubiri Australia New Zealand. Brisbane Australia, Canberra Australia. Brisbane Australia. Sydney Australia. Canberra Australia, Sydney Australia. The whole of Europe. Kote kote Europa. I have preached this. Nimehubiri hii. Even Africa hata Afrika the Latin America Marekani ya Latino when I was giving the vision of November 1 the year 2006 nilipokuwa nikipeana maono ya November mosi mwaka wa 2006 the vision of the two golden glorious wedding rings of Jehovah maono ya pete mbili za dhahabu kubwa za utukufu za harusi ya Mungu Jehovah that he opened heaven and placed at the entrance between heaven and earth kwamba alifungua mbingu na akaziweka katika kingi iliyo cha mbinguni na duniani which is really the lord announcing that there is a wedding event there is a spiritual wedding coming. there is the wedding of the lamb coming ambayo kwa kweli bwana alikuwa akitangaza kwamba kunayo harusi ya kiroho ambayo inakuja 
which means the lord is announcing kumaanisha kwamba bwana anatangaza kwamba kunayo harusi ya kiroho ambayo inakuja that the wedding of the lamb of god is near kwamba harusi ya mwana kondoo wa mungu iko karibu so but the second part of that vision says the voice says look and see who is seated on the white horse lakini sehemu ya pili hayo maoni maono ilisema kwamba hebu tazama ukaone nani aliyeketi katika farasi mweupe and when i looked inside heaven beyond the threshold of the entrance na basi nilipotazama ndani mwa mbinguni zaidi ya kile kiingilio Then I'm able to see this huge horse is very huge. Kisha ninaweza kumuona huyu farasi mkubwa kabisa. Is a huge white horse. Ni farasi mkubwa mkubwa kabisa mweupe. Very very huge. Mkubwa mkubwa sana sana. And 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 he is glorious. He's white and glorious. Naye ni mweupe na ni wa utukufu. And then I come inside heaven. Alafu kisha ninakuja ndani mwa mbinguni. Can I share more? I come inside heaven. Ninakuja ndani ya mbinguni. And I see his legs. Na ninaiona miguu yake. When he has stood, he is very strong. Wakati ambapo He's a very sturdy horse. I see his legs almost less than a meter from me. Ni farasi ambaye ni dhabiti kabisa. Naona miguu yake karibu mita moja kutoka kwangu. And then after that when when I've seen him I'm now there. Alafu wakati ambapo nimekwishamuona niko pale sasa. And he's aware that I've seen him. Na amejua kwamba nimemuona. And I'm focused on him. Na nimemlenga then he leaves kisha anaondoka he now leaves within heaven there kisha anaondoka ndani mwa mbinguni pale walking is still is lifting is lifting is as if i'm ready to go any moment i'll be released then i begin to panic my heart began to panic akitingiza mkia wake na kutoa sauti na kukanyaga kanyaga na kukimbia pale alafu nikaanza kuofia kwamba ako tayari yuko karibu kuondoka okay so um again for the english listeners please so he's saying that then the host that white horse the huge horse he runs around very glorious he's running around and he's running, and he's neighing the crying of the horse he's saying so i did not understand the message until he did that alafu yule farasi mweupe mkubwa kabisa wa utukufu anakimbia kimbia ndani mwa mbinguni na anatoa ile sauti yake so you see when he stood in front of me unaona aliposimama mbele zangu for some time kwa muda kwa muda fulani you remember i was seeing this from the earth kumbuka nilikuwa naona hii kutoka katika dunia but now i'm inside heaven lakini sasa niko ndani mwa mbinguni and when he stopped na aliposimama when he was standing there very steady because i could see his front legs aliposimama pale ni dhabiti kabisa na ni mwenye nguvu maana yake ningeweza kuona miguu yake so he came close kwa hivyo akasongea karibu so when he was standing there i was in that vision i was not able to understand the message na alipokuwa amesimama pale katika hayo maono singeweza kuelewa ujumbe but when he began running around lakini alipoanza kukimbia kimbia hapa na pale doing his legs akikimbia akifanya miguu yake namna hiyo running around the, the expanse of heaven there akikimbia kuzunguka mle ndani mwa mbinguni then i panicked kisha nikaofia was walking his tail walking his tail alikuwa kitingiza tingiza mkia wake namna hiyo and when i looked at because the voice said look and see who is seated on the white horse na nilipotazama manake sauti ilisema tazama ukaone nani aliyeketi katika farasi mweupe when i looked to see the rider nilipotazama kumuona mpandaji wake i saw the glory of the lord nikauona utukufu wa bwana so now 
Only when he began to run in, in French, whenever I went to a French country, I came, they say comportement, his behavior. When only when he began to behave like that, then I understood the message. Wakati tu alipoanza kuwejiendeze anamna hiyo, ndipo niliweza kuelewa ujumbe. Because all of a sudden the Lord made me panic. Kwa sababu ghafla binvu bana kansababisha kuofia. Saying, look, he is about to be released. Kusema, tazama yuko karibu kuachiliwa. So, even in that vision, you see the part of the wedding rings and then the white glorious horse of Jesus. Kwa hivyo hata katika hayo maono unaona zile ile sehemu ya pete pete mbili za harusi za dhahabu, alafu kuna ile sehemu ya farasi mweupe. Ya Yesu. Ya Yesu. Okay, this glorious white horse of Jesus. Hawa huyu farasi mweupe mkubwa wa utukufu wa Yesu. So so you see those two visions, it's as though the first vision announces both. Kwa hiyo unaona kwamba hayo maono sehemu mbili hayo maono ni kama ile sehemu ya kwanza inatangaza yote ambayo inakuja. It announces the quality of salvation and time. Inatangaza kuhusiana na ule udhamana wa wokovu na wakati. Prepare the way and time. Kuandaa njia na pia wakati saa. do it quickly. Kumaanisha fanya kwa haraka. But really really. Lakini kwa kweli kwa kweli. It is this second part of the vision this white horse that really talks about time because i began to panic that is about to be released ni sehemu ya pili ya maono ambaye huyu farasi mkubwa mweupe wa Yesu ambaye ilifanya nikaofia kwamba yuko karibu kuachiliwa it is the one that defined the agency time time is running out is about to be released ndio ambayo ilielezea udharula kuhusiana na saa na wakati yuko karibu kuachiliwa okay so now you can see very clearly kwa hivyo sasa mwaweza kuona wazi wazi kabisa that there is the rider of the white horse in revelation chapter 6 verses 1 to 2 kwamba kunaye mpanda farasi mweupe katika kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa sita msari wa kwanza na wa pili And there is now another ride of the white horse in the book of Revelation chapter 19 from verse 11 down. Alafu sasa kunaye mpandaji mwingine wa farasi mweupe katika kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa 19 mstari wa 11 kwenda chini. So this one that is in Revelation chapter 19. Basi huyu ambaye yuko katika kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa 19. His name is faithful and true. Jina lake ni mwaminifu na wa kweli. His name is the word of God. Jina lake ni neno la Mungu. And is holding the rulership rod, the iron scepter of the house of Judah. Naye ameibeba ile fimbo ya utawala, ile fimbo ya ya, ya chuma ya kutawala ya nyumba ya Yakobo. Ya Judah tafadhali. Ya nyumba ya Yuda. Yes, okay, there's a problem here. That's why I don't like translation. I prefer to go. Then I don't do three times the hours. So so but that's all right. We have so many people tuned in in Swahili, which is very good. We need to reach them too. I'm saying if you see that he's holding the iron scepter for rulership. Unasema kwamba unapoona amefika ile ameshika ile fimbo ya chuma ya kutawala. For Judah kwa ajili ya Yuda Then you know that this is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Basi unajua kwamba huyu ni simba wa kabila la Yuda. And he, he comes to rule Na ana, the nations. Anakuja kuyatawala mataifa. He first comes to strike the nations when he's judging them in the war of Armageddon. Anakuja kwanza kuyagonga mataifa napo ya hukumu katika vita vya Armageddoni. Because the sword comes from his mouth with a sword he strikes the nations. Kwa sababu upanga unatoka kinywani mwake na upanga anayagonga mataifa. When he's come to vindicate Israel when many nations have surrounded Russia, Iran and probably Turkey and Syria all and the others I don't know who will join North Korea whoever whoever China whoever joins they will surround Israel wakati ambapo mataifa yote Korea kaskazini wakati ambapo Iran na, na Urusi na yale mataifa yote watakapokuwa wameizunguka Israeli those are events on the other side hayo ni matukio ya upande ule mwingine 
But I'm saying that what we have read here is that he comes and strikes them. Lakini nasema kile ambacho tumesoma hapa anakuja na kuyagonga. With the sword that comes out of his mouth. Na upanga unaotoka katika kinywa chake. So you don't hear anywhere that he is carrying a bow. Kwa hivyo hausikii popote pale ambapo amebeba upinde. So who then is this other rider of the white horse in Revelation chapter 6:1 to 2? Basi nani huyu mpanda farasi huyu mwingine wa farasi mweupe ambaye yuko katika kitabu cha Ufunuo mlango wa sita mstari wa kwanza na wa pili? Because now the one that is Christ our Lord we have seen in Revelation 19. Kwa sababu sasa yule ambaye ni Kristo bana wetu tumemuona katika kitabu cha Ufunuo mlango wa 19. Let me explain this from this vision. Hebu niwaelezee yeye ni nani kutokana na haya maono sasa. Now what happened is this. Kilichotendeka ndicho hiki. The Lord lifted me up and took me into his room in heaven. Bana akaninua na akanipeleka katika chumba chake cha enzi mbinguni. And at the throne na katika mahali pa enzi then for some time as i was there for some time kisha kwa muda fulani nilipokuwa pale as i was there for some time nilipokuwa pale kwa muda fulani the first living creature was there yule kiumbe mwenye uhai wa kwanza alikuweko pale like a lion kama simba for some time you know of them all he's the one who stayed longer kwa muda fulani kwa miongoni mwa wote yeye ndiye aliyekaa pale kiasi he was there for some time alikuwa pale kwa muda fulani and he was looking at me naye alikuwa akinitazama like this namna hii it was a very serious look it was a very dreadful look kulikuwa kuangalia kwa kunyeti kabisa kwa kutisha kabisa and for some time na kwa muda fulani and he's huge na ni mkubwa so you can imagine kwa hivyo unaweza ukawazia and so na hivyo basi when he was there alipokuwa pale i was looking at him he's looking at me but for some time of them all he stayed longer he was for some time looking nilikuwa very dreadfully looking nilikuwa nikimtazama naye ananitazama kwa muda fulani lakini nilikuangalia kwa kutisha sana and then the Ki, lamp broke the first seal kisha maana kondoo akavunja lakiri ya kwanza then he came kisha akaja the lamp released him remember the lamp releases them mwana kondo akamwachilia kumbuka mwana kondo huachilia mamlaka ya mwana kondo then he came kisha akaja and we had a conversation nasi tukawa na mazungumzo but at first i did not understand lakini mwanzoni sikuelewa i did understand because when when i looked at his body i thought he had scales a lion with scales can you imagine that kind of uh, imagery a lion with scales it was quite because it, it was quite something to look at him ilikuwa jambo la kushangaza kumwangana naweza kuwazia kwamba yule simba ako na magamba so it, it, it scales all over the body ako na magamba kote kote katika mwili only when he came close then i realized those are eyes without eyelids basi alipokaribia nikakutwa kwamba simply eyes all over hayo ni macho yaliyokuwa kila mahali unbelievable it's, you, you can almost say unsightly but unbelievable in terms of human life here on the earth you may say it's unsightly but the creator of his creation katika nyanja za kibinadamu naweza sema ni ile ambayo uwezi ukaangalia lakini katika uumbaji wake yule muumbaji so then i realized he is covered with eyes everywhere kisha nikagundua kwamba amefunikwa na macho kila mahali and you know that talks about the omnipotence of god the omniscience of god N- the intelligence the wisdom of god the unsearchable wisdom he can see everything all the time at all times every second every minute every year 
na unajua so hiyo inazungumzia zaidi kuhusu kuwepo kwa Mungu kila mahali kuona kila mahali hekima ya kila mahali kuwa na ule werevu zaidi ya kila mahali anaweza kuona chochote dakika yoyote so these creatures bear the attributes of god the father kwa hivyo hawa viumbe hawa viumbe wanne wenye uhai wanabeba sifa za Mungu kila mahali which we are going to see very shortly ambayo tunaenda kuona kwa muda mfupi ujao like omnipotence omniscience you know omnipresent all the time you know kama kuwepo kila mahali kuona kila kitu kila wakati they execute the wrath of god they bear the wrath of god wanatekeleza ghadhabu ya mungu wanabeba ghadhabu ya mungu and it's also very shocking that the ministry of these two prophets is directly instructed by them na basi inashangaza pia kwamba huduma ya hawa manabii wawili inaelekezwa na wao directly moja kwa moja so now kwa hivyo sasa when he came alipokuja when he came to me alipokuja kwangu he is huge ni mkubwa he is like a lion yeye ni kama simba and then alafu i realized these are eyes nikagundua kwamba haya ni macho you are soon going to heaven right hivi karibuni mnaenda mbinguni sivyo okay then you need to know everything now basi mnahitaji kujua kila kitu sasa it's time to know ni wakati wa kujua so then basi after we had spoken baada ya tumezungumza then he goes that way kisha anaenda namna hiyo as he goes that way anapoenda namna hiyo in a very ferocious manner katika njia ya kutisha sana of running of running and turning in a very ferocious manner ya kukimbia na kugeuka katika njia ya kufisha na kuogopia sana na nguvu na uzito then all of a sudden kisha ghafla binvu he wanted me to know that he had wings alitaka nijue because they were flapped on him Alitaka nijue kwamba ako na mabawa manake yalikuwa yamemfunika. So what he did? Kwa hivyo kile alichofanya akayanyoosha. When he was running around ferocious he stretched them and he opened the wings like it was shocking. Akafunua akafungua mabawa yake namna hiyo. The sound was na sauti ilikuwa namna hiyo. It was a tremendous, a tremendous moment. Ilikuwa wakati wa ajabu. And then he ran ferociously. Alafu anakimbia kwa njia ya kutisha. And he ran and he took off. Na akakimbia na akapaa. He was now flying. Alikuwa sasa akipaa. And he flew and then he came back to the throne. Na akapaa kisha akarudi katika enzi. Then he released the rider of the white horse. Kisha akamwachilia mpandaji farasi mweupe. But at that time, lakini katika wakati ule, when the rider this is now the difference between this rider and the other riders. Sasa hii ndio tofauti ya huyu mpandaji farasi huyu na yule mwingine. Immediately the rider he releases the rider of the white horse. Mara tu anapomwachilia mpanda farasi mweupe. The Lord now I find myself the Lord now takes me down to the earth. Bwana sasa najipata amenirudisha katika dunia. And when I reach there, na ninapofika pale, then the Lord makes the weather as though the sun has gone dim, there is no sun, it's about to rain. It's, it's serious, it's going to storm and there is no sun, it's, it's really green. It's green. The, the cloud has come, everything is really green, it's going to rain here. It's like a tremendous storm is going to fall here. Naye bwana anasababisha hali ya anga iwe kwamba lile jua. Aina hiyo ya anga kwamba jua no alipo, hakuna jua. In fact it is darkish. Na ni nyeusi nyeusi. It is darkish. Ni nyeusi nyeusi hivi. Nikiza giza tafadhali kwa jina la Yesu. Nikiza giza. So so yes so 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 it's, it's kind of dark. Ni giza giza hivi. 
darkish it's not dark dark you can see but meaning it's a dark day ni giza giza sio kwamba huwezi kuona lakini kumaanisha ni siku yenye giza it's not the, the darkness of night sio lile giza la usiku and then alafu while i'm there i'm standing if the lord makes sure i'm standing he brings me to a place i'm standing at the shore of the sea bana ananisababisha ananileta mahali nimesimama katika ufuo wa bahari and when i'm standing by the shore of that sea fresh water nice bluish water and i see a lot of healthy fish they're, they're swimming very well they're very fat they're very healthy they're swimming very well in the water but immediately i looked towards my right like this just close to me really then i see this long neck like a serpent alafu naona shingo ilirefu kama la joka but lakini he is where white he is 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 his skin is is white white he is white the long neck of a snake but he is white lile shingo ndefu la joka lakini ni jeupe i even still see him hata bado ninamuona if you don't see him well from a distance you may think mbata is the name in swahili mbata ukimuona kama huta vizuri unaweza kujua ni mbata aina like hiyo ya kama, kama bata ndani ya maji only later when you realize the long neck this is a serpent na baadaye unagundua tu shingo ndefu unajua kwamba huyo ni joka this is a serpent huyo ni nyoka then i saw him biting the fish alafu nikamuona akiwauma na kuwauma wale wale samaki and devouring the fish na kuwararua wale samaki and the lord brings me even closer to the water so i can see better alafu bana analeta karibu na maji kwamba naweza kuona bora zaidi and i see him devouring the fish na ninamuona akiwararua wale samaki but every fish he devours lakini kila samaki anayemrarua na kuuma dies anakufa and floats up on the surface so na, that's why from this other side on my right there's a lot of fish by the shore floating floating dead dead on the shore na wanaelea juu ya bahari ndio sababu upande wangu mwingine kuna samaki wengi ambao wamekufa na wanaelea juu ya maji ambao wameumwa na huyo ambao wameumwa na unyoka na wamekufa na wanaelea juu ya maji nani wengi so yes so, so now that is the scenario after the release of the white horse and then he brings me to this hilo ndilo tukio baada ya kuachiliwa kwa farasi mweupe kisha ananileta katika haya and then the lord tells me to jump into the water alafu bana ananiambia niruke ndani ya maji and uh, i had something like a metal a metal it was like a metal but holding with both hands alafu nilikuwa na kitu kama chuma lakini imeshika na mikono yote miwili and then i jump with it in kisha nikaruka na, na ile nayo na ndani and so the lord has sent me to strike him naye bwana alikuwa amenituma kumgonga so in that process a big fight ensued in the water you can imagine the turbid the water poo, poo, poo. it was a situation there na hivyo basi unaweza kuwazia vile vita vilivyotokea pale ndani na maji pupu kulikuwa na tukio pale Yes the way you if you fight inside water. Jinsi ambavyo ukiwa unaweza kupigana ndani ya maji. And so na, then I saw he was not hit at all. Na hivyo basi nikaona hakuwa amegongwa kabisa. But he flee he went to the other side of the shore. Alienda upande ule mwingine wa bahari. And the fish on this side were secured. Na basi wale samaki upande mwingine wakakuwa salama. 
And so now, that is the conversation I want to launch on. At the throne of God Almighty, as we are walking slowly from the first seal, until we get to the second seal, third and then the fourth one about the coronavirus. And so blessed people, the day is dark. And then you find the, 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 this beast is devouring the fish. And a lot of them have died. A lot of them have died over there. Because he has devoured them. So the fish here represents the saints. You know that. And, and the sea. The sea does represent the nations. You could also see the house of the Lord, but it's the nations. If you want to say the house of the Lord, the church, then it will be the Gentile church. The church of the and so you see that he comes to devour the what? The fish. The saints. And so, we are going to talk about this rider of the white horse, who is not Christ. Because Christ we have already seen in the book of Revelation, chapter 19, verses 11 down. And you see in verse 14, he's coming with the raptured saints back to Jerusalem. So we are going to talk about this rider. Who is he? The rider of the white horse of Revelation chapter 6, 1-2. to This one, his name is Deception. That's why he's coming disguised. He's coming as a counterfeit. And this one is the Antichrist. First of all, just stop right there. Isn't it so shocking that God could release such a character to the church. Isn't it very shocking that the Lord could release the Antichrist from His throne? <laughs> and then we'll ask, then whom, why does He send him? To whom is He sending him? We are going to later plow through the book of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. So we, we, we are going to pass first of all through, we are going to plow through the book of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Because we are repeating everything four times or so, right? We are going to go through 
Second Thessalonians chapter 2 and then you will see that the Lord sends them to those who refuse to believe. Tunaenda kupitia kitabu cha Wathesalonike wa pili mlango wa pili kisha utaona kwamba Bwana anawatuma kwa wale ambao hawakuwa hawaamini. Let's get there right away. Hebu tufikie pale moja kwa moja. Before I look at the four living creatures first. Kabla nitazame viumbe wane wenye uhai kwanza. Second Thessalonians. Wathesalonike wa pili chapter 2 says the following. Mlango wa pili anasema yafuatayo. You can begin from verse 3 for example, don't let anyone deceive you in any way for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the man doomed to destruction. Mtu yeyote asiwadanganye kwa namna yoyote kwa maana siku ile haitakujambaka uasi utokee kwanza na yule mtu wa kuasi adhihirishwe yule ambaye amehukumiwa kuangamizwa kabisa he will oppose and exalt himself over everything that is called god and is worshiped so that he sets himself up in god's temple proclaiming himself to be god yeye atapingana na juu ya kila kitu kiitwacho Mungu au kinachoabudiwa ili kujiweka juu katika hekalu la Mungu akijitangaza mwenyewe kuwa ndiye Mungu verse 6 and now you know what is holding him back so that he may be revealed at the proper time nanyi sasa mnajua mstari wa sita nanyi sasa mnajua kinachomzuia ili kwamba apate kudhihirishwa for the secret power of lawlessness is already at work but the one who holds it back will continue to do so till he is taken out of the way maana ile nguvu ya siri ya uasi tayari inatenda kazi lakini yule anayezuia ataendelea kufanya hivyo mpaka atakapoondolewa then the lawless one will be revealed the one whom the lord jesus will overthrow with the breath of his mouth you remember the sword with the breath of his mouth and destroy by the splendor of his coming hapo ndipo hapo ndipo yule mwasi atafunuliwa ambaye bwana yesu atamteketeza kwa pumzi ya kinywa chake unakumbuka ule upanga na kumwangamiza kabisa kwa utukufu wa kuja kwake the coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with how satan works kuja kwa yule mwasi kutaonekana kana kwamba ni kutenda kazi kwake shetani he will use all sorts of display of power through signs and wonders that serve the lie ambaye hutumia nguvu zote ishara maajabu ya uongo and all that and all the way and and and, and all the ways that wickedness deceives those who are perishing do you see now this have you seen there na kila aina ya udanganyifu kwa wale wanaoangamia kwa sababu walikataa kupenda kweli wapate kuokolewa je and all the ways that wickedness deceives those who are perishing na kwa njia ya na kila aina ya udanganyifu kwa wale wanaoangamia again tena and and all ways that wickedness deceives those who are perishing na kwa kila aina ya udanganyifu kwa wale wanaoangamia na kwa aina ya njia zote ambao udanganyifu inatumia kudanganya wale ambao wanapotozwa something like that ndio okay I, i don't have time for that but he says and all the ways that wickedness deceives those who are perishing na kwa aina zote zile ambazo udhalimu unatumia kudanganya wale ambao wanaangamia 
those who are perishing you remember very well are the ones who have rejected the gospel of the cross wale ambao wanaangamia kumbuka vyema kabisa ni wale ambao wamekataa injili ya msalaba and there are two types na ni aina mbili there are those who are in the secular and born again world kuna wale ambao wako katika dunia katika ulimwengu ambao hawajaokoka they are considered perishing when they have not received christ wanazingatiwa kwamba ni wa kuangamia wakati ambapo hawajampokea kristo and they have, they have rejected him na wamemkataa yeye and then there is those who are perishing who are inside the church alafu kuna wale ambao wanaangamia ambao wako ndani ya kanisa those are the ones who are saying they are born again they are inside the church but they are not walking according to the gospel of the cross the gospel of the blood meaning they cannot embrace righteousness they cannot embrace holiness and so when you look at those churches no cripple can walk they have no anointing god is not with them those are empty churches and they are all over the whole world only this one has the lord na wao ni wale ambao wako katika kikundi cha pili ni wale ambao wako katika kanisa wanasema kwamba wameokoka lakini hawako katika utakatifu hawakumbatii uhaki na ukiangalia pale hakuna kiwete ambaye anatembea hakuna chochote ambacho kinafanyika pale ni hapa tu ambapo kuna mtembeleo kuna bwana kuna bwana and so, so that is just how dire this mission is to the earth ne- that's why today's transmission is such a reprieve a breeze that the lord is using to replenish the earth that they may get to understand that the benchmarks of holiness will stand on that day na ndio sababu kupeperushwa kwa siku ya leo ni kama pumziko na uwisho ambayo inatumika katika ulimwengu wote inatumika na bwana tafadhali kuadhirishia kwamba bila utakatifu hakuna atakayeingia mbinguni kwa maana sasa wataamua kuanzia leo wataamua kama watatembea kwa utakatifu ama watawaiwacha So can you say so please thank you. Ambayo sasa Bwana anatumia kwamba katika ulimwengu wote wapate kuamua kwamba watatembea katika utakatifu. Yeah because he is establishing that without righteousness without holiness nobody will see the kingdom of God. Kwa sababu anaimarisha kwamba pasipo na uhaki pasipo na utakatifu hakuna mtu yote atakayemwona Mungu. Have you ever wondered why the biggest visitation is taking place here the cloud of God is coming many creepers are walking the Lord simply makes me decree from Nairobi here and gather you people in 87 stadiums and gather creepers with doctors and who to verify and take gate one and then one command and they get such an enormous revival they get up all over the land in one of the meetings i think 100 and what sometimes 300 cripples one one of the meetings 100 sometimes 300 cripples and then in the other churches there is zero have you not ever wondered about this je umewahi kushangani kwa nini bwana ananisababisha kutokea hapa nairobi ninafanya tu tangazo moja alafu mmekusanyika katika viwanja 87 na wanatembea kote kote kwa wakati mmoja mkutano mmoja hapana tafadhali ongea vizuri hili ni jambo la hili ni neno la bwana my son unasema tu vizuri sio watu wanatembea popote sio wale ambao wako kwa stadium pale wanatembea tembea hapana hiyo itakuwa ni uongo tena Tunasema mnakusanya viwete wenu na madaktari wenu na wanadhibitisha ni viwete na rekodi zao wengine wengi wao ni cerebral palsies na nini alafu baadaye wakati bwana ananisababisha niamurishe kutoka hapa kuinua mkono langu la kishoto la kiunabii kuamurisha viwete waamuke miguzi zipewe nguvu uzitiwe nguvu wanaamuka popote in all the 87 stadiums na kutembea je umewahi kushangaa kwa nini haya uvivio kuu kiasi hiyo ambao inaambatana pia na mtembeleo wa baba inatendeka hapa tu 
na kwa kanisa zingine zote kuna ufukara ya kiroho kali sana ambapo sasa hata kuna uongo na hapa hatuwezi maliza ujumbe kila mara kuna shida ya saa you need to speak properly because i have an english audience globally can you help them please thank you please do help them thank you thank you so so you see that now unaona hiyo sasa yes have you ever wondered why the biggest revival is taking place here where the cloud of god is coming je umewahi kushangani kwa nini uvuvio mkubwa kabisa unatendeka hapa ambapo wingu la mungu linashuka chini is coming here linakuja hapa and the creepers are walking na viwete wanatembea god the holy spirit is coming from heaven mungu roho mtakatifu anashuka kote kote kutoka mbinguni and lighting on my head the only time he did that was to the messiah na ku- only the messiah na- from eternity of the eternities to the eternity of the eternities only the messiah na kutua juu ya kichwa changu wakati tu ilitendeka hiyo ilikuwa wakati wa messiah na kutoka umilele hadi umilele ni wakati huo tu haijawahi kutendeka haijawahi kutendeka only to the messiah ni kwa Mesia tu. And then now the Lord makes sure that visitation takes place in your eyes. Alafu sasa Bwana anahakikisha kwamba mtembele huo unafanyika machoni pepo. And the Holy Spirit comes and lights on me. Naye Roho Mtakatifu anakuja na kutua juu yangu. Bodily form caught on camera on Ka- video. Katika umbo la mwili alishikwa kwenye kamera kwa video. January 1 2009 Buhungu Stadium Kakamega Kesha. January mosi mwaka wa 2009 wakati wa Mkesha Kakamega. Have you ever wondered why there is such a powerful the most powerful visitation in the history of the Bible and yet in the other churches globally if you tune on TV and data what all those TVs you find they're struggling they're speaking things they're claiming to be prophets and they're speaking absolute nothing God has not spoken with them Have you ever wondered why there is so much depravity and scarcity and lack while there is so much overflow pouring on this side Je, umewahi kushangani kwa nini upande huu kuna mtembeleo mkubwa kuna kufurika kukubwa kwa mitembeleo hadi Mungu Roho Mtakatifu anashuka moja kwa moja katika mkutano uliofanyika bukungu tarehe mosi mwaka wa 2009 na ile hali makanisa mengine ukisikiza TBN yote kuna ufukara hakuna chochote wanafanya ya uongo Have you ever wondered why Je, umewahi kushangani kwa nini And yet we know that it is the anointing that makes the difference nothing else Na ili hali tunajua kwamba ni upako ambao unaleta tofauti hakuna kitu kingine chochote In other words the world the public can even ask you a question okay you say are you a prophet or are you an apostle where are your cripples Basi hata hivyo kumaanisha hata ulimwengu anaweza wakauliza basi ni sawa unasema wewe ni nabii wapi viwete wako I said an apostle okay thank you Na mitume So, so 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 the question is Basi swali ni the world can even ask you questions Ulimwengu unaweza hata kukuuliza maswali say, are, you, are you a prophet are you an apostle Wanasema wewe ni nabii wewe ni mtume The way they call themselves in this city and everywhere Jinsi ambavyo wanajiita wenyewe katika jiji hili na kila mahali It is the anointing that makes the difference. Ni upako ambao unaleta tofauti. It is the anointing that tells people people are not stupid. It's Ni the anointing that tells them the approval of God over your life. Ni up- that God approves of you. Ni upako ambao unawaambia watu thibitisho la Mungu juu yako. The approval of God over your life. Thibitisho la Mungu juu ya maisha yako. Meaning God has sent you for real. Kumaanisha kwamba kwa kweli Mungu amekutuma. 
Did you understand me? And so this is a tremendous moment in the church. So this Antichrist is going to be a major discussion in this session today. And what he does in the dispensation that the coronavirus is warning the earth about. Be careful now. We are entering danger zone. Be careful now. The dispensation of the tribulation and the great tribulation. Na kile ambacho virusi vya corona vinaonya taifa kwamba makinikeni sasa makinikeni. Ulimwengu kwamba makinikeni makinikeni. Karibu tunaingia katika dhiki na dhiki kuu. Can somebody run and call the lady that translates in Nakuru Nairobi main altar to just let the driver Russia here. Thank you. So so yes. So um the the, the coronavirus is warning about a coming danger virusi vya corona vinaonya kuhusu ile hatari ambayo inakuja There is danger be careful Kuna hatari makinikeni I gave the prophecy Nilipeana unabii after the conversation with the Lord Baada ya mazungumzo pamoja naye Bwana Even before it was fulfilled the ancient of days came Hata kabla itimilizwe yule mzee wa kale alikuja. Na nikaja nika kwa uaminifu kupitia masafa redio mbele zenyu watu. Na akaweka hayo mapigo kati yangu na kati yake. So, na hivyo basi I'm going to major today in this conversation about the antichrist and what he does to the church what he does to worship in the tribulation and the great tribulation that you may understand that you can't cross this border ninaenda kuzingatia kuhusiana na mpinga kristo kile ambacho anafanya kwa kanisa katika dhiki na dhiki kuu kwamba ukajue hatari huwezi kupita hapa he will shut down worship atazima atamaliza kabisa ibada have you ever wondered that when the coronavirus came Je umewahi kushangaa kwamba wakati virusi vya corona vilivyokuja and a day like today all countries have told people to stay in their homes don't even visit your mothers don't go where in every nation they've been told to stay inside their homes na siku kama ya leo mataifa yote wameambia watu wakae katika maboma yao katika manyumba zao wasiwatembelee hata mama zao wakae katika nyumba zao have you ever wondered that the lord is simply simulating for this generation that a time is coming when you long to go worship but you will not be able to worship je umewahi kushangaa kwamba bwana anaashiria kwa kwa ulimwengu huu kwamba wakati unakuja ambapo utatamani kuabudu lakini hauwezi kwenda kuabudu we thrive on worshiping jesus tuna tunaendelea kwa ajili ya kumwabudu yesu we blossom when we worship jehovah tunanawili tunapomwabudu jehovah he is our life yeye ni maisha yetu but have you ever wondered the time When you will want to worship him and you cannot. This is a prohibition. Lakini je umewahi kushangaa wakati ambapo unataka kumwabudu lakini hauwezi kuna Wakati ambapo utataka. Wakati ambapo utataka kumwabudu lakini kuna kizuizi. Kutakuwa kizuizi kizuizi kali sana wakati huo. Kutakuwa kizuizi kali sana wakati huo. There will be a serious prohibition where you will be slaughtered Kut, if you try. Kutakuwa na kizuizi kali sana ambapo utachinjwa ikiwa utajaribu. Have you ever wondered what the Lord is showing to the world? He's telling them well just a moment the door is about to close. Je, umewaishangaa kile ambacho Bwana anaambia ulimwengu? Anawaambia kitambo kidogo, mlango karibu utafungwa. In the book of John chapter 12 katika kitabu cha Yohana mlango wa 12 mstari wa 43 Before I look at the beasts I want to look at these beasts in at the throne of God the creatures Kabla niangalie kuhusu wa living creatures 
around the throne of God. Wanyama wale viumbe wenye uhai katika kiti cha enzi cha Mungu. John 12 I think is 43. Let me get there and then I'll let you know. It says the following. 42 is over there. Yohana 12 mstari wa 42. And then then he says, yeah, I, I can read from 44 he says, Jesus cried out, whoever believes in me does not believe in me only but in the one who sent me. Verse 45 he says, the one who looks at me is seeing the one who sent me. I have come into the world as the light of the world so that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness and then verse 47 if anyone hears my words and does not keep them i do not judge the person for i did not come to judge the world but to save the world okay so th- this is very important also anasema mstari wa 44 kitabu cha yohana 12 yesu akapaza sauti i got it verse 35 He says then Jesus told them Mustari wa 35 kisha Yesu akawaambia You are going to have the light just a little while longer Bado kitambo kidogo nuru ingalipo pamoja nanyi While you have the light wakati mko na nuru before darkness overtakes you Kabla ya giza kuwakumba Whoever walks in the dark does not know where they are going Mtu anayetembea gizani ajui anakokwenda Believe in the light while you have the light Wekeni tumaini lenu katika hiyo nuru mkiwa mgali na hiyo nuru So that you may become the children of light Ili mpate kuwa wana wa nuru This is a beautiful scripture beautiful beautiful scripture i got it it's verse 35 of john chapter 12 down ili ni andiko la kupendeza rau rembo sana nimelipata ni yohana 12 mstari wa 35 there's no better time in the history of the church when this scripture here is so beautiful sits at the center of the conversation hakuna wakati wa muhimu zaidi ambapo ile andiko hapa linaketia katikati mwa mazungumzo that i'm going to be with you just for a little while longer kwamba naenda kuwa pamoja nanyi kwa kitambo kidogo then i'll go kisha nitaondoka then he says kisha anasema worship the light believe in the light iabudu nuru mkaiamini nuru before the darkness comes kabla giza lije you can tell that right now the earth is right now at that very center of that instruction right now when you watch your news you see people now you know you, you see the message that is coming through the coronavirus is telling people that very soon everything is going to shut down basi unapotazama habari zenyu unaona kile ambacho kinaendelea ile andiko linatimia kabisa kabisa kwamba viru, uh, virusi vya corona vinaambia ulimwengu kwamba ulimwengu hivi karibuni unaenda kuzimwa kabisa chungeni jameni be careful now be cautious chungeni jameni makinikeni because jesus warned kwa sababu yesu alionya he said walk in the light while the light is still here akasema tembeeni katika nuru wakati nuru ingalipo hapa in other words believe in the gospel manen- while it is still possible to worship jesus kwa maneno mengine aminini katika injili wakati ambapo unaweza ukamwabudu yesu but it's amazing lakini inashangaza because right now even if you wanted to do menengai 4 kwa sababu sasa hivi hata kama ulitaka kufanya mkutano wa menengai 4 If you did not come to Menengai 1 kama and see the instant visitation with your eyes kama haukuja Menengai ya kwanza na kuona mtembelewa kighafla na macho yako 
If you did not we gave another chance Menengai 2 then Tulipeana nafasi nyingine Menengai ya pili basi If then you still did not come to Menengai 2 to, to see the miracles of the Bible of Jesus when a cripple gets up for the first time and and begins to walk and fall and again starts to walk and then walk walk and learn to balance and do the hands together like this without knowing how hands are done if you did not come to menengai to to experience the biblically promised visitation kama haukuja mkutano wa menengai ya pili na kuona ile mtembeleo ya kibiblia na kuishuhudia na kuishuhudia miujiza ya Yesu wakati ambapo kiwete anasimama kwa mara ya kwanza na kuanguka na kujaribu kusimama na kujizawazisha na kufanya mikono hivi kama ambaye hatatembea aende atembea aende zake If you did not come to see that beautiful chronology of a biblical miracle, a cripple getting up in your eyes and walking, or blind eyes open and say, "Hey, hey, what is this?" shouting, you know, when their eyes open, they are shocked at what they see. Kama ukuweza kuja hapo uone kiwete akitembea ama macho akipofu yakifunguka, akipaza sauti maana anashangaa vile vitu ambavyo anaona kwa mara ya kwanza. We gave a second chance Menengai too, right? Tukapeana nafasi ya pili Menengai ya pili. And then For we said or maybe there are some people out there who have not yet come we gave menengai 3 tu atukasema labda kuna watu kule nje ambao bado hawajakuja tukapeana menengai ya tatu if you did not come to those menengais when the door was open kama haukuja katika hizo mikutano za menengai wakati mlango ulikuwa wazi now look sasa tazama we can't even hold menengai 4 because of corona virus hatuwezi atakuwa na mkutano wa menengai ya nne kwa sababu ya virusi vya corona i am the one who knows how deadly that virus is mimi ndiye naejua jinsi ambavyo hivyo virusi ni vya kufisha i am the one the lord instructed on that day mimi ndiye ambaye bwana aliniagiza katika siku hiyo that december 1 the year 2015 katika hiyo december mbamusi mwaka wa 2015 and came live to you na nikaje pamoja kwenu so i cannot do it kwa hivyo siwezi kuifanya because it's a rat kwa sababu ni ghadhabu so say walk in the light why the light is still here kwa hivyo akasema tembea katika nuru wakati nuru ingalipo hapa worship jesus while it's still possible to worship muabudu yesu wakati ambapo bado inawezekana kumwabudu A time will come. Wakati utakuja. When you will say. Wakati utakaposema. Oh. Oh. I long for repentance. Ninatamani toba. How come I never got it? Iwezekanaje sikuipata? I never got it right. Sikuipata vyema. Now is when I've realized repentance is the true gospel. Sasa ndio wakati nimegundua kwamba toba ndio injili ya kweli. Is the true gospel. Ndio injili ya kweli. Repentance toba is the true gospel. Ndio injili ya kweli. And now na sasa I cannot siwezi. I cannot find where repentance is. Siwezi kupata mahali ambapo toba iko. I cannot siwezi. I'm looking for the prophets of the Lord. Ninawatafuta manabii wa Bwana that they may give me the oracles of god i love i love the oracles of god i just want to sit and read i just want to hear the holiness of god from the mightiest prophets of the throne of god but now it will not be possible even those that were coming from abroad hata wale waliokuwa wakija katika inchi za ngambo oh uh, i may not be able to make it this time oh uh, siwezi nikafaulu kuja wakati huu worship the lord anasema muabudu bwana while it's still possible wakati ambapo bado inawezekana 
So we are going to look at that blessed people. And the meaning of this vision where the antichrist is killing the saints. Let me run back. And let us first understand who are these living creatures. Right? So that I can open up a little more, right? Ili kwamba nikaweze kufunua zaidi. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. Yesu ni Bwana. It sounds more like a two-day sermon or what? Yaonekana kama mahubiri ya siku mbili ama vipi. But we will make it. Lakini tutafaulu. You think by around 10 o'clock I will finish, right? Nakisia yapata yeah. saa You can take one more break later but 10 o'clock I'll finish. So, who are these living creatures around the throne of God? Let's delve deeper now. How are viumbe wanne wenye uhai ambao wanazunguka katika enzi ya Mungu ni kina nani? Hebu tuingie katika vilindi sasa. Now, where in the Bible are they mentioned? Let's begin from there. Ni wapi katika Biblia ambapo wametajwa? Hebu tuanzie hapo. I know that I've interacted with them. Najua kwamba nimekumbana na wao very regularly on this mission kwa kila wakati katika huduma hii especially on this current on going on the earth haswa sana hii ambayo inaendelea sasa hivi katika dunia but who are they lakini wao ni kina nani now the book of uh, revelation chapter 4 kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa 4 let's begin from there hebu tuanzie hapo and read the full length about them na hebu tusome yote kwa usu from verse 1 to 11 that's a very short chapter kuanzia mlango wa kwanza hadi wa moja ni haya fupi After this I looked and there before me was a door standing open in heaven. Baada ya mambo hayo nilitazama nami nikaona mbele yangu mlango uliowazi mbinguni. And the voice I had heard I had first heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, "Come up here and I will show you what must take place after this." In other words, in the future. Nayo ile sauti niliyokuwa nimeisikia hapo kwanza ikisema nami kama tarumbeta ikasema Njo panda huku nami nitakuonyesha yale ambayo hayanabudi kutukia At once I was in the spirit and there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it Ghafla nilikuwa katika roho hapo mbele yangu kilikuwepo kiti cha enzi mbinguni kikiwa kimekaliwa na mtu mmoja And the one who sat there had the appearance of jasper and ruby. Yeye aliyekuwa amekikalia alikuwa anaonekana kama yaspi na akiki. A rainbow that shone like an emerald encircled the throne. Kukizunguka kile kiti cha enzi palikuwa na upinde wa mvua ulioonekana kama zumaridi. Surrounding the throne were 24 other thrones and seated on them were 24 the 24 elders. Pia kukizunguka hicho kiti cha enzi palikuwa na viti 24 na juu ya hivyo viti walikuwa wameketi wazee 24 waliovaa majoho meupe wa... They were dressed in white and had crowns of gold on their heads Walikuwa wamevaa majoho meupe wakiwa na taji za dhahabu vichwani mwao From the throne came flashes of lightning rumblings and peals of thunder kwenye kile kiti cha enzi palikuwa panatoka miali ya umeme na umeme wa radi ngurumo na sauti za radi in front of the throne seven lamps were blazing mbele ya hicho kiti cha enzi palikuwa na taa saba zilizokuwa zinawaka these are the seven spirits of god hizi ndizo roho saba za mungu also in front of the also in front of the throne there was what looked like a sea of glass clear as crystal 
Pia mbele ya hicho kiti cha enzi palikuwa na kile kilichoonekana kama bahari ya kioo iliyokuwa angavu kama jiwe lisilo na rangi yoyote lingalo sana. And see that's now another place you need to, you could stop there and, and wonder wow a sea of glass clear as crystal in front of the throne. Na hapo ndipo mahali ambapo unaweza fika na kushangaa kwamba bahari ambayo inangaa linangaa sana. And then you should immediately begin to say to think about the saints that are worshiping in front of the throne in their total consummation into the holiness of God in their total consummation into the righteousness of God. Alafu uwazie kuhusu wateule ambao wanaabudu mbele ya enzi ya Mungu katika ule utakatifu mkamilifu wa Mungu na uhaki mkamilifu wa Mungu. Because you can see The, 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 this tremendous vision of the antichrist we are going to handle today uh, that the sea and the fish the sea is the nations so you know how god speaks right tremendous how the lord speaks right so the fish were in the sea this huge sea that the fish the saints in the nations you talk about the gentle church kwa hivyo unaona samaki wakiwa ndani ya bahari kumaanisha kwamba bahari ni mataifa ni kanisa la mataifa and so here is talk about a sea of glass fr- as clear as crystal like glass in front of the throne then you should think about the saints worshiping there they have been raptured and you should think about the fact that then the total consummation of the holiness of god himself then the total consummation with the consummation with the presence of god then the total consummation in the righteousness of god in the awesomeness of god in the brilliance of god in the radiance of god is tremendous before the throne is tremendous you don't want to miss that why, why should you go and languish in hell fighting with demons one bite your back another strike you with a metal and another pierce you with a knife on the back why would you go into that kind of scenario when heaven is such a splendor kwa nini uende jehanamu ambapo pepo moja linakuuma lingine linakudunga lingine linamashetani yanakuumiza lingine linakuuma kwa mgongo wakati ambapo mbingu ni ya kupendeza kiasi hiki And so, naivo basi. This is a very powerful place because it's describing the events around the throne of God Almighty. Hapa ni mahali pa ajabu kwa sababu anaelezea matukio katika enzi ya Mungu Mkuu Mwenyezi. I repeat verse 6. Narudia mstari wa 6. And in, and also also in front of the throne there were there was what looked like a sea of glass clear as crystal. Pia mbele ya hicho kiti cha enzi palikuwa na kile kilichoonekana kama bahari ya kioo iliyokuwa angavu kama jiwe lisilo na rangi yoyote linalo sana In the center around the throne were four living the four living creatures they were covered with eyes in front and in back Katikati kukizunguka kile kiti cha enzi kulikuwa na viumbe wane wenye uhai wakiwa wamejaa na macho mbele na nyuma The first living creature is like a lion and the second is like an ox and the third with the face of man Remember I already revealed to you about the third living creature right Huyo kiumbe wa kwanza mwenye uhai alikuwa kama simba na wa pili alikuwa kama ngombe dume na watatu alikuwa na uso kama wa mwanadamu. Kumbuka tayari nimewafunulia kuhusu huyo kiumbe watatu mwenye uhai. Remember I've gone deeper and described you the events of the throne room of God Almighty Kumbuka. and when he sent me the third living creature after breaking the third seal and then I described and made you know that this third one is also like an ox. I see some Bible saying a calf 
He is not a calf. Kumbuka kwamba nimeingia katika vilini na kuwaonyesha. I, I mean I mean rather the, the second one is an ox. He is not a, a calf. And then the and then the third one and then the third one I described here in greater detail. I, I divulged a lot of secrets I held in confidence for the Lord. He allowed me to speak to you about it, right? And I said the third one is also an ox. Is also an ox, and except that he has a huge human head and a very glorious face, rather it's a face that is very holy and is frowned like this. He's very serious, so he's frowned with the lines. So I've already divulged quite a bit on this, but it's important to go through it that you may catch it better, that you may prepare for the kingdom, right? Is that not true? Hallelujah. So can you please say thank you. Na nimekwisha kuelezea kwamba yule kiumbe mwenye uhai watatu anafanana na ngombe na kwamba amefura na ako na mistari hapa na uso wake ni unautakatifu. Okay, wacha tuseme vizuri kwa mama haya ni mambo ya Mungu. Waambie kwamba unajua kiumbe cha kwanza vile Biblia nasema ni kama simba, yeye ni simba. Wa pili ni kama ngombe dume. Watatu ni kama anauso kama binadamu. Na wanne ni kama tai, tai the word, right? Yeah, lakini nimewafunulia kilindini nikawaambia wakati nilikuwa pale katika kiti cha enzi cha Bwana, sasa mi mwenyewe kuwasiliana nao, kuongea nao niligundua ya kwamba watatu pia ni kama ngombe dume spokuwa ako na kichwa na uso ya binadamu na ni kubwa sana ambao ni takatifu. Hivyo ndio haya ni mazito. My son, thank you. Can you tell them that? Thank you. Nasema kwamba kiumbe yule wa kwanza anafanana kama simba na kiumbe wa pili anafanana kama ngombe. Dume. Ngombe dume, lakini kuhusiana na vile ambavyo manabii wa Bwana walivyokumbana na wao, yule kiumbe watatu pia anafanana na ngombe, lakini ana uso mwenye mwenye utakatifu sana. Thank you. So I don't want to go to Swahili so I can really make advances in English because people are watching all over the world even the islands. So what I wanted to say is that some Bible say calf. Kile nilichotaka kusema kwamba baadhi ya Biblia zinasema kama ndama. The two of them not a calf. Hawa wawili sio ndama. Not at all. Kamwe kabisa sio ndama. Like an ox. Kama ngombe. And by the way a big one. Na hata hivyo ngombe mkubwa kabisa. So sometimes when I look at the writing of the Bible I, I, the, the translations right wakati mwingine until you go to heaven and then you see hadi uende mbinguni ndipo saupate kuona So the second one is like an ox kwa hivyo wa pili ni kama ngombe and we're going to see deeper the third one is also like an ox watatu pia ni kama ni kama ngombe because he even has the hoofs of an ox I don't want to discuss details please kwa sababu ako ako na kwato kama ngombe yeye ni ngombe except that he has a human head and a huge human face very holy akona kichwa cha kibinadamu na kichwa cha kibinadamu nani kikubwa na takatifu sana hallelujah hallelujah and very serious face also because he's frowned very serious extremely serious these creatures are very serious even just one encounter with them you collapse 
na ako na uso ambao ni nyeti kabisa uso sura yake ni nyeti kabisa na amefura na kuna mistari kila moja wapo ya kiumbe hiki ni nyeti kabisa unakutana nacho na unazirai una tunazimia and so you see now we have encountered them here Ebo basi unaona kwamba tumekutana nao hapa. And in verse 8 says. Na katika mstari wa nane anasema. Each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around. Mstari wa sita pia. Wa nane tafadhali. Hey. Kila mmoja wa hawa viumbe wenye uhai wane alikuwa na mabawa sita na kujawa na macho pande zote hadi chini ya mabawa. Again each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around even under its wings kila mmoja wa hawa viumbe wenye uhai wanne alikuwa na mabawa sita na kujawa na macho pande zote hadi chini ya mabawa and can you just reduce his volume a little bit because of the neighborhood thank you it says day and night they never stop saying holy 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 is the lord god almighty who was and is and is to come usiku na mchana hawakuacha kusema mtakatifu 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 ni bwana mungu mwenyezi aliyekuweko aliyeko na atakayekuja so right you can see there that their role is to herald is to preach is to evangelize to announce the holiness of god the awesome holiness of god the unapproachable holiness of god the dreadful holiness of god Papo hapo unaweza kuona kwamba wajibu wao ni kutangaza utakatifu wa Mungu, utakatifu wa Mungu wa kutisha, utakatifu wa Mungu ambao hauwezi ukaukaribia. And it says whenever the living creatures give glory, honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne. So you see that they do the exaltation, the adoration of God. They worship God Yahweh. They exalt God Yahweh. They herald his holiness. His, his dreadful holiness his unsearchable holiness his awesome holiness his unreachable holiness his exalted holiness his fearful holiness they exalt the holiness of the lord in their act of adoration and exaltation of the lord god himself that's why i say these are the representatives of god himself when you meet them you know that god, you have entered you have reached the place and god himself is now there he sends them to you kila mara viumbe hao wenye uhai wanne walipomtukuza kumheshimu na kumtukuza yeye aliyeketi kwenye kiti kile kiti cha enzi tena aishie milele na milele kwamba wanatukuza utakatifu wake mkuu utakatifu wake mkuu ambao uwezi ukakaribiwa utakuu wake mkuu kabisa kwa hivyo unapokutana na wao ndio sababu nikasema kwamba wanawakilisha Mungu and so whenever whenever they do so so you, you see now whenever they do that honor that glory giving of glory to Yahweh and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne what? he who lives forever and ever and then he says the 24 elders fall on the ground and on their throne the 24 elders who sit on their throne they worship him who lives forever and ever they lay their crowns and they lay on the ground and they also now worship so it seems at one point they also lead the adoration right wale they are leading the worship wanaongoza ibada these four living creatures how are viumbe wanne wenye uhai i'm just trying to look deeper for you 
that we may open up a little bit on these tremendous visitations of God. Najaribu kuingia katika vilindi pamoja nanyi ili mpate kuelewa huu mtembeleo wa ajabu wa Mungu. So that is one place where you find these four living creatures. Basi hiyo ni sehemu moja wapo ambapo unawapata hawa viumbe wanne wenye uhai. Revelation chapter 5. Ufunuo wa Yohana mlango wake wa 5. Verses 6 to 14. Mustari wa 6 hadi 14. He says then I saw a lamb looking as if it had been slain. Na kaona mwana kondoo akionekana kuna kisha Then I saw a lamb looking as if it had been slain. Ndipo nikaona mwana kondoo aliyeonekana kana kwamba amechinjwa standing at the center of the throne akiwa amesimama katikati ya enzi encircled by the four living creatures akiwa amezungukwa na viumbe wanne wenye uhai and the elders na wazee the lamb had seven horns and seven eyes mwana kondoo alikuwa na pembe saba na macho saba again you see the seven eyes they literally talk about uh, his omnipresence his wisdom tena unaona macho saba inazungumzia kuhusu kuwepo kwake kila mahali na hekima yake omnipresence omnipotence his his uh, omniscience all knowing he can see all directions because seven is the completion is the perfection of the lord so the seven eyes talks about the fact that he can see the earth or see anywhere at any time 24/7 every second uwepo wake anaona kila mahali macho saba ni ukamilifu ile saba ni ukamilifu anaweza kuona wakati wote masaa 24 siku saba kila wakati milele maana ya macho saba maana ya macho saba ni kwamba anaweza kuona kila wakati masaa 24 siku saba and then the horns we're going to talk about the horns later alafu kisha tazungumzia kuhusu zile pembe baadaye they talk about his seven horns the strength his strength his might pembe saba kuhusiana na ukuu wake but you see here again lakini waona hapa tena you see that the four living creatures are encircling the throne they are surrounding the lamb who is standing at the center of the throne Unaona kwamba wale viumbe wanne wenye uhai wanazunguka mwana kondoo ambaye ameketi katikati ya enzi and he says verse 8 and when he had taken it the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb each one had a harp and they were holding golden bowls full of incense which are the prayers of God's people alipokwisha kukitua kile kitabu wale viumbe wenye uhai wanne pamoja na wale wazee 24 wakaanguka mbele ya yule mwana kondoo kila mmoja wao akiwa na kinubi na walikuwa wameshika mabakuli ya dhahabu yaliyojaa uvumba ambayo ni maombi ya watakatifu you see they worship the lamb unaona wanamwabudu mwana kondoo but when you look at the type of worship can we just read through it then i will explain it to you lakini ukitazama he says verse 9 and they sang a new song you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals because you were slain and with your blood you purchased for god persons from every tribe every language people and nation Can you give him sound? Today there's a lot of interruption when I have a very powerful message. What's going on here today? Can we move on now? 
And so this is very powerful. He says, now at this point, they worship, that's why I'm reading this, they worship the Lamb. First of all, they worship God the Father with a lot of adoration and reverence. Kwanza kabisa wali muabudu mungu baba wakiwa wana muabudu mungu baba wakiwa na heshi manyingi na kuogopa kwingi. You don't do that. You honor him. And Kwanza is very dreadful to handle this. I don't like translation really. So, so, you, you see, they are worshipping God the Father here. They say, you are worthy, this is the lamb now, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open his seals because, because you were slain and with your blood you purchased for God all the peoples from every tribe, every language, every people, every nation. Nao wanamwabudu mwana kondoo hapa wanasema wewe unastahili kukitua kitabu na kuzivunja lakiri zake kwa sababu ulichinjwa na kwa damu yako ukamnunulia Mungu watu kutoka katika kila kabila kila lugha kila jamaa na kila taifa You have made them to be a kingdom of priests to serve our God and they will reign on the earth wewe umewafanya hawa wawe wawe ufalme wa ma, na makuhani wa kumtumikia Mungu wetu nao watatawala duniani. Then I looked and heard the voice of many angels numbering thousands upon thousands and ten thousand times ten thousand. Kisha nikatazama nikasikia sauti ya malaika wengi wa maelfu kumi juu ya maelfu kumi. Because it begins with thousands upon thousands and then ten thousand times ten thousand kwa sababu anaanza maelfu juu ya maelfu kisha elfu ku, mara kumi elfu mara elfu ya maelfu they encircled the throne and the living creatures and the elders nao wakazunguka waka enzi pamoja na viumbe wanne wenye uhai pamoja na wazee wanne. in a loud voice they, they were singing nao kwa sauti kubwa walikuwa wakiimba worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise anastahili mwana kondoo yeye aliyechinjwa kupokea uweza na utajiri na hekima na nguvu na heshima na utukufu na sifa then i heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them saying to him who sits on the throne and to the lamb be praise and honor and glory and power forever kisha nikasikia kila kiumbe mbinguni na duniani chini ya inchi na baharini na vyote vilivyomo ndani yake vikiimba sifa na heshima na utukufu na uweza ni vyake yeye aketie juu ya hicho kiti cha enzi na mwana kondoo milele na milele the four living creatures said amen and the elders fell down and worshiped wale viumbe wenye uhai wanne wakasema amen nao wale wazee 24 wakaanguka kifudi fudi wakaabudu as we begin this journey on unveiling the four living creatures we still with the first seal we have not handled the seal we are coming to the antichrist to the counterfeit tunapoanza safari hii ya kuhusu zile kuvunjwa kwa zile lakiri 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 nne Okay so I'm going to be able to handle the first seal which is the antichrist released and then we are going to handle that later but still on this journey lakini tukiwa bado katika safari hii nitakwenda kushughulikia ya kuhusu ile lakiri ya kwanza kuachiliwa kwa mpinga Kristo we will handle that tutashughulikia hiyo but on this journey of unveiling the four living creatures lakini katika safari hii ya kufunua viumbe wane wenye uhai you already see some very important information on what happens at the throne tayari umeona mambo ya muhimu sana ambayo yanatendeka katika enzi you see that they worship the lamb 
unaona kwamba wanamwabudu mwana kondoo with the same level of reverence and adoration as they worship the father na kiwango kile kile cha heshima na hofu kama vile wanavyomwabudu baba i thought that is quite remarkable na kisia kwamba hiyo ni ya kunukuliwa they worship the lamb with the same reverence Wana... same adoration same fear of god in the same way they worship god the father wanamwabudu mwana kondoo katika heshima ile ile hofu ile ile jinsi wanavyomwabudu Mungu Baba Revelation chapter 6 verses 1 to 8 Ufunuo Yohana mlango wa sita mstari wa kwanza hadi wa nane. Again here you meet the same four living creatures that's where we are centering our sermon on today Tena hapa unakutana na wale viumbe wanne wenye uhai hapo ndipo ambapo tunaweka shina letu la mahubiri ya leo And you'll find that at this place of Revelation chapter 6 the the four living creatures are very actively involved in sending judgment to the earth. Na unapata kwamba katika sehemu hii ya ufunuo mlango wa sita kwamba hawa viumbe wanne wenye uhai wanahusika katika kutuma hukumu katika ulimwengu. Through this prophet speaking with you now they interact with him after the lamb has broken the seal the lamb sends them they interact with this prophet speaking with you and then the respective judgment by mandate is struck on the earth kupitia hawa manabii wawili wa bwana wakisha baada ya mwana kondoo kuvunja zile lakiri kisha anawaachilia wanakuja kwangu alafu wanaachilia zile hukumu kwa wajibu ambao wamepewa So that is the role they play here. So you see they they are quite central the four living creatures. Are you noting that already? Basi hiyo ndio wajibu ambao umepewa hapa. Wako na unyeti muhimu sana hapa ambao umepewa. Who are they? Hao ni kina nani? Are they angelic beings but they are definitely very superior. Je wao ni viumbe? Are they cherubim? Je wao ni viumbe wa malaika? Je wao ni makerubi? Revelation chapter 14 another place where you find them is somebody walking with me here today ufunuo mlango wa 14 mahali ambapo unawapata je mtu anataka I thought I thought we need to get deeper now that we want to talk about the coronavirus nilitaji kwamba tuingie katika vilindi kwa sababu sasa tunazungumzia kuhusu virusi vya corona and time is running the trans- can we stop the translation so I go I move because the translation is making me do things we are taking three times the time right you noted right can you talk me about the radio audience if they need to do this or we can translate for them later right now in their homes and then let him shape up and just translate as it is right so i don't repeat otherwise we we are wasting like four times the time right okay so let's go to revelation chapter 14 verse 3 twende kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa 14 mstari wake wa 3 and they sang a new song before the throne and before the four living creatures now wakaimba wimbo mpya mbele ya hicho kiti cha enzi na mbele ya wale viumbe wenye uhai wanne and the elders na wale wazee 24 and so he's talk about the lamb and the 144000 anazungumzia kuhusu mwana kondoo na wale watu 1144 and those who have come from the hebrew family they now come from from uh, from israel na hao wanatoka katika jamii ya kiebrania wanatoka katika israeli Yeah, so you see they sang a new song before the throne and before the four living creatures and the elders. Naibu basi unaona kwamba walimba wimbo mpya mbele ya mwana kondoo na mbele ya viumbe wanne wenye uhai. No one could learn the song except the 144,000 who had been redeemed from the earth. 
hakuna mtu ambaye angejifunza uo wimbo ijapokuwa wale elfu nne ambao walikuwa wamekombolewa katika ulimwengu so again you meet them here tena unakutana nao hapa the other place is revelation chapter 15 verse 7 nyingine ni ufunuo wa Yohana 15 mstari wa 7 he says the following anasema yafuatayo now you see them executing another role here again tena unawaona wakitekeleza wajibu mwingine hapa hallelujah hallelujah and he says naye anasema then one of the four living creatures gave the seven angels seven golden bowls filled with the wrath of god who lives forever and ever ndipo mmoja wa wale wenye uhai wane akawapa wale malaika saba mabakuli saba ya dhahabu yaliyojaga dhabu ya Mungu yeye aishie milele na milele tremendous ni ya ajabu are you seeing the four living creatures now executing the drafts the judgments of Yahweh je sasa mnaona wale they are now operating in their office wale wale wenye uhai wane sasa wakitekeleza kazi katika afisi yao They, they are now operating in their office they, they are executing the wrath the judgment of Yahweh sasa wanatekeleza ghadhabu hukumu ya Mungu on the earth katika dunia isn't it very shocking blessed people je si ni kushangaza sana watu wabarikiwa who are they hao ni kina nani these four living creatures hawa viumbe wane wenye uhai again revelation 19 tena ufunuo wa Yohana 19 verse 4 Mustari wake wanne. The 24 elders and the four living creatures. Do you realize they are always sometimes together with the 24 elders? Wale wazee shina wanne pamoja na viumbe wenye uhai wanne. Je, unagundua kwamba kila wakati karibu kila wakati wako pamoja na wazee shina wanne? Wale viumbe tofauti. Wale viumbe wenye uhai kila wakati wako pamoja na wale wazee wanne. So, he says the 24 elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshiped god who was seated on the throne and they cried amen hallelujah wale wazee 24 pamoja na wale viumbe wenye uhai wanne wakaanguka kifudifudi wakamwabudu mungu aliyekuwa ameketi kwenye kile kiti cha enzi wakasema kwa sauti kuu amen hallelujah so who are they basi hao ni kina nani these four living creatures that have been interacting with at the throne position hawa viumbe wanne wenye uhai ambao nimekuwa nikikumbana nao katika sehemu ya enzi ya Mungu i want to say this nataka niseme hivi in all we've read until now katika yote ambayo tumeyasoma hadi sasa you can see very clearly i can now give that to you i can testify this to you unaweza kuona wazi wazi naweza kushuhudia hii kwenu just based on the seriousness of their faith when they are interacting with me on these missions which are actually the execution of the judgments of the lamb kuhusiana na unyeti wao wanapokumbana pamoja nami okay kuhusiana na, na, na sura ya usozawa kila mara wakati wanaongea na mimi wanawasiliana wana na mimi ongea na mimi kwenye kiti la enzi kuhusu hizi ghadhabu naona hapa ambazo ni ghadhabu za bwana kondoo wa bwana ghadhabu za Mungu unaona kwa uso zao kwamba they are very serious so can i focus on the english uh, listeners abroad so you can see from the seriousness of their faces unaweza kuona kutokana na unyeti wa nyuso zao that their mission is very serious kwamba huduma yao ni nyeti kabisa 
Because I've described just a few, probably two, right? Kwa sababu nimeelezea chache tu yapata mbili. The first one, remember like a lion? Kumbuka yule wa kwanza kama simba. The ferocious face and the the, the, the dread and then the third one, remember? Uso wa kutisha kama wa simba, alafu kisha yule wa tatu. And so I I have described that. Alafu basi nimeelezea hiyo the dread of even meeting them lile tishio na hofu hata kukutana na wao and it's amazing because on every occasion before i come to tell you that such a scroll has been broken such a seal of the scroll has been broken it is they that essentially dispatch me right na kimsingi kabla nije kuambia kwamba kuambia kwamba lakini fulani imevunjwa ni wao ambao wanakuja kwangu is everybody here today on je kila mtu yuko hapa katika you understand this Yes, so I think I don't think there's much right on that because this is yeah. So that you note that every time when the seal is broken by the lamb then the, the, when the seal is broken by the lamb and then the lamb sends one of the living creatures to me. And so I don't know if it's the lamb or the father that sends but looks like the lamb sends them. Sijui kama ni mwana kondoo ama ni baba anawatuma lakini inaonekana kana kwamba ni mwana kondoo anawatuma kwangu. Kwa sababu wajibu huu ni wa mwana kondoo. He is alone is worthy to break the seals. Yeye peke yake anastahili kuvunja hizo lakiri. And then he sends them to me. Alafu kisha anawatuma kwangu. And then there is a conversation that is not shared. Alafu kunayo mazungumzo ambayo hayajashirikishwa just like the scripture on the ark of the covenant kama kuhusiana na andiko kuhusiana na sanduku la agano i i think he has translated that very wrong right kama lile andiko ambalo liko kwa kama lile andiko ambalo liko kwa sanduku la agano i know we might deliver another message here i prefer to move huh? so so um you you find that when they are doing this conversation with me the seriousness of their faces unapata kwamba wanapofanya hii pamoja nami ule unyeti katika sura zao nyuso zao the seriousness of their faces ule unyeti katika nyuso zao delivers a message on who they are their mandate and role right unaleta ujumbe ya kwamba hao ni kina nani wajibu wao na kazi yao because this is a very serious message i'm giving out today kwa sababu ni ujumbe nyeti sana ambao unaupeana leo hii very serious nyeti kabisa kali sana kali sana so um their faces nyuso zao and it's also amazing that the lamp sends them right na pia inashangaza kwamba mwana kondoo anawatuma and they have this conversation na wako na mazungumzo haya and then after that they go back and release the respective horsemen alafu baada ya hiyo wanarudi na kuachilia farasi anayestahili But you see that they say come and the horsemen obey them. Alafu unaona kwamba wanasema njo, alafu mpanda farasi anawatii. The horsemen obey them. Mpanda farasi anawapanda farasi wanawatii. The horsemen can you stop translation for a moment so I just preach in English, right? You can take a break for five minutes. Yes. So you find that the horsemen because this is very deadly message. I don't want you to get hurt on this one. Yes. So um the horsemen obey them. It's amazing. Including when we handle the coronavirus, you will see that the horseman who is dead when they say come he runs to him. He runs to them. 
So they have such a mandate. They have such a duty. And that's why I'm saying, we can open up today. If we are able to flow, we can open up today more to understand who are they so that the church may mature. We can open up a little more that the church may mature. Because you find that every time a seal is broken, they are involved. And all we have read now on every single scripture where they are involved, those are serious missions, right? Including giving, one of them comes up and gives the seven bowels. The seven bowels, if we get there today, that is the highest escalation of the wrath of God ever. That is the highest ever of the wrath of God that takes place in the great tribulation. That is the unbelievable one where a mountain removes itself and plunges into the ocean. It's a big thing that happens there. And I was thinking that today I would be able to reach the seven trumpets, handle the seven bowels also. So you may understand why you need to prepare for rapture. You understand? Why you need to prepare very well for the glorious kingdom of Yahweh. Right? I thought I should flow and then when I get to the, 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 the seventh, seal, seventh seal and then handle now the seven trumpets and go now to the, the, the bowels and then you will understand the thunders and the bowels. And then you will understand that the earth is totally unbearable. That this warning that the coronavirus is giving is so important that the message be caught. Otherwise you drift into the tribulation and the great tribulation. You cannot bear it. You cannot process through. It will be unbearable. Even just the happenings alone, whether you are worshipping the Antichrist, but the happenings that will be accruing there are totally unbearable. For example, when a star falls from heaven and, and knock out all the cities of the earth, or an earthquake knock out all the cities of the earth, there are things that happen there. Hallelujah. So, I was thinking that if we can reach the seven bowels today, that would be a big achievement. Otherwise, I will be here tomorrow again. Are you ready to do it tomorrow? Yeah, we have to. But, but let us do as much. If we can reach the seven bowels, then that can be a deterrent. That will be a deterrent. It will deter anybody in their complacency in salvation today. That they may tighten their walk with Jesus and be holy. And not to slide into the unbearable, unbelievable. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so, but as much, the much we have seen until now about the four living creatures is tremendous. Mm-hmm. The, including one of them giving the seven bowels to the seven angels that step out of the temple with bowels. So, it's 
tremendous. Kwa hivyo ni ajabu. So one of the main things that comes out very clearly is that they are they are at they are at the center of the throne where God is. That is clear. Kitu kimojawapo ambacho kinajitokeza wazi kabisa kwamba wako katikati katika enzi ya Mungu mali ambapo Mungu yuko. Hiyo iko wazi. They are at the center of where God is. Wako katikati mali ambapo Mungu yuko. That is where Yahweh is. Hapo ndipo Yahweh yuko. And the second thing that you see coming out. Na kitu cha pili ambacho kinajitokeza. They worship the lamb with the same reverence they give the father. Wanamwabudu mwana kondo na ile ile heshima ambayo wanampatia Mungu Baba. I think that we've handled this we wrote even earlier. And so, na hivyo basi, the other thing we are seeing here, jambo lingine ambalo tunajionea hapa, they are executing the judgments of God. Wanatekeleza hukumu za Mungu. They are coming and speaking with the two prophets. Wanakuja na kuzungumza na manabii wawili like commissioning. Kama kuwatuma Then the two prophets are able to come and say, "Oh, be careful now. I've seen this happening. The markets are going to crash. Oh, this is going to happen." Alafu manabii wa Bwana wanakuja na kusema, "Oh, mwakinikeni sasa. Nimeona haya yakitukia. Soko za Isa zinakwenda kuporomoka." Or the earthquakes or whatever. Ama mitetemeko ya ardhi ama chochote kile. So, hivyo basi, it looks like they present the authority of God. Yaonekana kana kwamba wanawakilisha mamlaka ya Mungu. Number one. Nambari moja. Number two, they present the justice of God. Nambari mbili wanawakilisha ile haki ya Mungu. Hukumu tafadhali. Hukumu oh. ya Mungu. I, I'll keep you away totally. Yes, because you're really confusing the international viewers. That's terrible. You cannot do that. Yes, so I said number one, they present the authority of God. Nilisema nambari moja wanawakilisha mamlaka ya Mungu. Number two, the justice of God. Nambari mbili hukumu ya Mungu. Number three. Nambari tatu. It looks like they execute they, they present the wrath of God. Yaonekana kana kwamba wanawakilisha ghadhabu ya Mungu. Number four, they present the power of God. Nambari inne wanawakilisha nguvu za Mungu. Number five, the gravity of God himself. Nambari ya tano, ule uzito na ukuu wa Mungu mwenyewe. Number six, the majesty of God. Nambari sita, ukuu wa Mungu. Number seven, the dominion of God. Nambari saba, ule umiliki wa Mungu. There kwa sababu wako pale katika mahali pa enzi they seem to be very central yaonekana kwa kwamba throne of god inside heaven wao ni nyeti zaidi katika enzi ya Mungu ndani mwa mbinguni they are very central wao ni nyeti kabisa they are very very central wao ni nyeti kabisa kabisa It seems they are very central. Yaonekana kwamba wao ni nyeti kabisa kabisa. Just sit on that seat and wait a moment if anything need then you just jump in because of time I have, to, I have like 10 hours ahead of me. So, so it, they present the majesty of God, the dominion of God, the power of God. Wanawakilisha ukuu wa Mungu, mamlaka ya Mungu, nguvu za Mungu. The courage ule ujasiri the incontestable courage of god ule ujasiri ambao uwezi kupingwa wa the mungu the kingship of god ule ufalme wa mungu the justice of yahweh zile hukumu za yahweh it looks like the lord prepares them yaonekana kana kwamba bwana anawaandaa to present them ili kuwawasilisha so the lord presents them 
Kwa hivyo Bwana anawawasilisha. Can somebody focus on me for a moment instead of copycatting? Yes, so the, the Lord presents them. Kwa hivyo Bwana anawawasilisha. It seems he presents them to reveal a certain concealed nature of God, right? Yaonekana Bwana anawawasilisha ili kufunua aina fulani ya Mungu ambayo ni fiche. A certain very secret and concealed nature of God that is not easily revealed, that has not been revealed. Asili fulani ya Mungu ambayo ni fiche ambayo haijafunuliwa kwa uraisi, ambayo haijafunuliwa. For example, to see one like an ox and he has a human head, it's just overpowering to see that it just it crushes you. Kwa mfano kumuona Mungu. He's coming to talk to you kwa mfano kumuona mmoja aliye na, 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 na anafanana ngombe na ako na sura kama ya mwanadamu na nakuja kuzungumza nawe ni ya kushangaza one that is an ox yule ambaye ni ngombe with a human head and human face akiwa na kichwa cha mwanadamu na uso wa mwanadamu so that, that's quite it's very tricky na hiyo basi ni nyeti it looks like the lord presents them that he may facilitate man yaonekana kana kwamba bwana anawaleta ili aweze kumuendeleza mwanadamu to help mortal man kumsaidia mwanadamu wakufa to perceive and understand aweze kufahamu na kuelewa a certain very concealed and hidden secret nature of god that is not yet revealed asili fulani ya Mungu ambayo ni fiche ambayo bado haijafunuliwa. Oh yes, so when you, when you go to the throne and interact with with the Lord, it is not a joke. Unapoenda katika enzi na kukumbana na Mungu sio mzaha. Kukumbana na kukutana na Mungu sio mzaha. Can you take it, take it now? Take it. Yes, so no 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 no. No. This is tremendous. So how is the the, the 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 streaming at the Nairobi main altar? Can you take the microphone so we move because I have a long summer? Thank you. So now. Tata. That's why I thought this running rushing through this scripture every day should come to an end. Because now the gravity of God is being delivered, right? Maana sasa uzito wa Bwana unapata kupeanwa. Every day we read through it. This is not a story book. Kila siku tunaisoma. Hii si kitabu tu cha riwaya. And every time I tell you, oh look, I have come from the throne of God. Na kila mara ninawaambia tazama nimetoka katika kutoka kwa enzi ya Mungu. So now you have understood that so much is kept away from you. Basi sasa mmeelewa kwamba mengi yamepata kufichwa toka kwenu. It's unbelievable. Hayameniki kabisa. It's unbelievable to meet God. Hayameniki kabisa kukutana na Mungu. And what a mighty generation, what a better generation to reveal to about meeting God because soon when you look at the coronavirus it tells you soon you are going to meet God. Na ni kizazi kikuu namna gani kupata hata kuwafunulia haya na kuwaelezea kwamba tazama virusi hivi vya corona yanawaelezea kwamba hivi karibuni mwenda kukutana na Mungu. So what an awesome generation at which you talk to about meeting God. Na basi ni kizazi cha ajabu namna gani kupata kuwazungumzia kuhusu kukutana na Mungu. That's a very powerful translator, right? Yes, I can flow now. So you see that. Basi wona hiyo. That's why I'm saying. Ndio sababu nasema. There is so much every time with the leaves in my hands it's not a joke. Kuna mengi sana kila wakati na matawi ya kutoka kwa mtu wa uzima mikononi mwangu si mzaha kabisa. To bring healing to the nations. Kuleta uponyaji kwa mataifa. Even to call him to come down now you understand that it is not a joke for him to come. Hata kupata kumuita na anapata kushuka basi sasa mnaelewa kwamba si mzaha na si mchezo kumuita. By just describing the infrastructure around the throne you are now in a complete perplexity 
even how he decides to come visit his friend right kwa kuelezea tu hata ule muundo na mipangilio katika enzi ya Mungu inaonyesha kwamba si mzaha ni ya kumaanisha kabisa sasa mko kwa mshtuko mkuu sana na sasa mko katika mshtuko mkuu kabisa that even he can come if there is that level of gravity being delivered at the throne ya kwamba hata sasa anaweza kukuja na kuna ule uzito ambao unapeana kutoka kwa enzi ya Mungu ai This is unbelievable. There's hii, so much I've not shared. So now you understand. I've hii, been holding in confidence for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So these creatures are very central on what is happening to the earth now. Viumbe hawa ni wa muhimu sana na wakati katika yale ambayo yanaikumba dunia sasa hivi. If they can send me to instruct the coronavirus strike the earth. Ikiwa wanaweza kuniagiza na kunituma nipate kugonga dunia na pigo la coronavirus. Then they are so central in the happenings. Basi wao ni wakati sana na remember they are sent by God. Na maana wametumwa na Mungu. God himself. Mungu mwenyewe. Ndio. Now you understand. Na sasa mnaelewa. And that's why we need to make some progress and then make uh, move on to other areas. Na ndio sababu utahitaji kuendelea ili kwamba tuendelee katika maeneo mengine. They are brave. They present brave brave Wow, wana ujasiri mwingi sana. Wanaonyesha na ujasiri mwingi. Na nguvu nyingi. I don't know how to describe them. I cannot describe from some of the things I have no words. Sijui jinsi ya kuelezea maana hata sina maneno ya kuelezea baadhi ya mambo yale. Can we look at the book of 2 Samuel? Taweza kutazama katika kitabu cha Samueli wa pili. So now. Sasa. Can we look at each one of them a bit before we run there? Each one individually, the Je. one like the lion? Taweza kumtazama na kumwangalia kila mmoja wao kivyao kama tukianza na yule mmoja ambaye anafanana kama simba. He presents the majesty of God. Anadhihirisha ukuu wa Mungu. The rulership of God. Utawala wa Mungu. You know that the lion of the tribe holds the scepter the wajua, rulership rod. Wajua kwamba Simba wa kabila la Yuda ameshikilia ile fimbo ya utawala fimbo ya chuma ya utawala. The coffee justice the power of God. Uhaki na nguvu za Mungu. The book of 2 Samuel. Kitabu cha Samueli wa pili. Chapter 17. Mlango wake ni wa 17. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 2 Samuel. Samueli ni wa pili. Mlango wake ni wa 17. He says the following verse 10. Mstari wake ni wa 10. Then even the bravest soldier whose heart is like the heart of a lion will melt with fear for all Israel knows that your father is a fighter and that those with him are brave basi hata yule askari hodari, hodari kuliko wengine wote ambaye moyo wake ni kama wa simba atayeyuka kwa hofu kwa maana Israeli yote wanajua kwamba baba yako ni mpiganaji na kwamba wale walio pamoja naye ni watu hodari then i can already see that the one that is like the lion present the bravity basi tayari inaweza ona god is brave he is not afraid of his enemies he is not afraid of his enemies 
kwamba yule ambaye anafanana kama simba anaonyesha ujasiri na uhodari na kwamba na kwamba Mungu ni mwenye uhodari mwingi so you can have confidence when you worship him basi sasa una ujasiri mwingi unapomwabudu that you are worshiping the bravest god ya kwamba unamwabudu Mungu mwenye uhodari mwingi zaidi and that bravery braveness translates into power for delivering you deliverance na ule uhodari sasa inaelekeza na kutoa ile ukombozi ambao anatukomboa sisi and so you know na sasa unajua you know that uh, unajua kwamba no beast can grab you and start chewing it eating you hakuna, and god not come and simply beat him up and crush him and take you away hakuna He's so brave Hakuna mnyama wote ambaye anaweza kuja na kukurarua mama kukuumiza kwakote kule maana Mungu alikuja ili kwamba kuokoe na kukusaidie. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 28. Mithali 28. Verse 1. Mstari wake ni wa kwanza. Before we talk about the antichrist. Kabla hatujanena kumhusu mpinga Kristo. Proverbs 28. Mithali mlango wake wa 28 Verse 1 says Mstari wake wa kwanza unasema The wicked flee though no one pursues them Mtu muovu hukimbia ingawa hakuna mtu yeyote anayemfukuza But the righteous are as bold as a lion Bali wenye haki ni wajasiri kama simba. So could it be that these creatures are delivering the boldness of God? Basi je, huenda ikawa kwamba hao viumbe wenye uhai wanaonyesha na kudhihirisha ule ujasiri wa Mungu? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The lion. Simba. He presents God as the judge, the righteous judge. Anamwashiria Mungu akiwa hakimu mwenye haki the ruler mtawala the conqueror mshindi the authority mamlaka hallelujah hallelujah how about the one that is like the ox na je kumuhusu yule mwenye kiumbe mwenye uhai anayefanana kama ngombe dume you know how power, the mighty power of the ox even in plowing right wajua ile nguvu nyingi sana ya ngombe dume hata katika kupanda kulima tafadhali hata katika kulima mighty power nguvu nyingi kabisa so presenting the power of yahweh basi akiashilia nguvu kuu nyingi zaidi za yahweh you know how patient the ox can be also even plowing for so long maybe presenting now the patience of god na pia unajua jinsi vile yule ngombe dume anasubira nyingi na uvumilivu na hivyo basi kuachia uvumilivu wa Mungu hata wakati yako shambani analima si ndio anakuwa hata wakati akiwa shambani analima pia anapata kuashiria uvumilivu wa Mungu yawe hapana si kila mara ngombe dume ikiwa shambani inalima inakuwa na uvumilivu na utulivu sana basi hilo ndio sasa kwa viumbe haya yule ambaye ni dume kama ngombe dume ana anaongea kuhusu uvumilivu wa Mungu tafadhali asante sana sana mbaya so this is a tremendous time basi huu ni wakati wa kutisha zaidi and so let us look at uh, the one that is uh, 
like a man hivyo basi tumtazame kumhusu yule ambaye anayefanana na mwanadamu aliyana uso kama wa mwanadamu when god created man mungu alipomuumba mwanadamu he said let's create man in our image alisema hebu natumuumbe mwanadamu katika umbo letu and among all the creation na miongoni mwa viumbe vyote man was given extra wisdom mwanadamu alipewa extra understanding na akapewa ufahamu na and then to take dominion over all creation right so the one that like man delivers the prudence of God the wisdom of God yule anayefanana na aliye na uso kama mwanadamu anashiria hekima ya Mungu na uwezo wa Mungu like an ego kama tai the ego sees very far tai huona mbali kabisa and very strong also na ni mwenye nguvu kabisa pia So there is a communication going on at the throne of God. Hivyo basi kunayo mazungumzo yanayoendelea katika enzi ya Mungu. Whereby God is is trying to communicate with you. Palambapo Mungu anawasiliana na wewe. On some hidden aspects of God that he has not revealed through these creatures here. Kuhusu maswala ficha kabisa za Mungu ambayo Mungu ameyaficha kuhusu hao viumbe wenye uhai. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so we've seen that they deliver justice. The wisdom of God. The power of God. The wrath of God. They're very central in God's agenda on the earth. Can we now look at the opening of the first seal that I began a little bit? Je, sasa tunaweza kutazama kuhusu kuvunjwa katika lakiri ya kwanza ile ambayo nilianza kuzungumzia. Again, Mara from the book of Revelation chapter 6. Kutoka kitabu cha ufunuo wa Yohana mlango wake ni wa sita. Verses 1 to 2. Mstari wake wa kwanza hadi wa pili. He says. Anasema. The lamb opened the first seal as he was watching. The lamb opened the first seal ona kondoo akaifungua ama kuivunja ile lakiri ya kwanza as he was watching alipokuwa akitazama and then kisha the first living creature said come with a voice like thunder kiumbe mwenye uhai wa kwanza akasema njoo akiwa na sauti kuu kama ya radi and this is the horseman that came na huyo ndiye yule mpanda farasi aliyekuja the one that responded yule ambaye alitikia na kujibu He is riding a white horse. Yeye amempanda farasi mweupe. And is trying to mimic the Messiah. Naye anajaribu kumuiga Mesia. He says. Anasema. I looked and there before me was a white horse. Kisha nikatazama na hapo mbele kulikuwa na farasi mweupe. And his rider held a bow. Yeye aliyempanda alikuwa na upinde. And he was given a crown. Naye akapewa taji. And he rode out as a conqueror bent on conquest. Akapanda akatoka kushinda ili apate kushinda. And I said nilisema, that the Messiah is in the book of Revelation chapter 19. Ya kwamba Mesia yuko katika kitabu cha ufunuo wa Yohana mlango wake ni wa 19. That this one is trying to counterfeit the Messiah. Lakini huyu anajaribu kumpinga na kumpinga Mesia. But in any case anyway the Messiah is the one that releases him. Lakini hata hivyo ni Mesia ndiye aliyemruhusu na kumwachilia. Isn't it amazing that Christ Jesus is the one that releases the Antichrist? Je, siashangaza sana ya kwamba ni Mesia ndiye anamwachilia mpinga Kristo? 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't it super perplexing that Christ Jesus Jay. sends the Antichrist to go and delude the perishing world, the unbelieving world? Je, siyastajabisha sana ya kwamba Kristo Mesia ndiye anayemruhusu yule mpinga Kristo aenda kudanganya ulimwengu, ule ulimwengu unaopotea ulimwengu uliopotoka. And he holds the bow. Naye ameshikilia upinde. And the bow is the symbol of power, authority. Na upinde ni inaashiria nguvu mamlaka. The crown. Taji. He is given he is given you, are you following the events at the front he is given a crown amepewa taji and that crown is claim to leadership na taji hiyo inaambatanishwa na utawala that crown is a royal it's about uh, uh, it's about majesty taji hiyo he is claiming majesty taji hiyo ni ya kifalme taji hiyo ni ukuu inaonyesha na kuadhirisha ule ukuu anadai ukuu just just translate me he is claiming majesty anadai ukuu he is claiming authority anadai mamlaka he is claiming dominion anadai utawala and please be careful once i get the book of daniel you'll be shocked he gets them he gets them tafadhali makinika atakapofikisha he gets those things he claims anapata mambo haya yote anayoyadai he gets those things you cannot even write him off anayapata mambo hayo yote It's just like when the Lord was was warning Israel please never worship Baal. You can see that Baal for sure is not God. Ni kama tu wakati ule ambao Bwana Mungu alikuwa anawaonya Israeli tafadhali msiabudu Baali maana Baali si Mungu. For people that have interacted with the cloud this cloud that Jehovah has come to them they have worshiped him. Kwa watu ambao wamepata kukutana na wingu huli ambao wamekutana na Jehovah wanamwabudu katika wingu hili. Then to go back and worship Baal that was quite astounding right Nakisha kurudi tena na kumwabudu Baali hiyo ni ya kustajabisha zaidi And that's why I'm saying don't write off this rider of the white horse Na ndio sababu ninasema msimpuzilie mbali tu huyu mpanda farasi wa farasi mweupe His name is deception Jina lake ni udanganyifu And that's why he comes look he comes dressed in purity white Na ndio sababu ni pure garment white purity Anakuja akiwa amevalia mavazi meupe kwa The horse is white Amevalia meupe kuashiria uhaki utakatifu na uzi. The crown meaning is a world leader of course he cannot be a leader in heaven he must be a world leader in the world here na taji lake kichoni mwake inaashiria kwamba kwa hakika ni kiongozi wa hapa duniani maana hizi kwa kiongozi wa kule mbinguni na hiyo uongo yake with all that deception cannot be a leader in heaven hawezi kakuwa kiongozi kule mbinguni must be talk about a world leader maana ni kiongozi wa hapa duniani but holding a bow symbol of authority lakini kushikilia upinde inaonyesha ashiria ya mamlaka and you see that he has no arrows na unaona kwamba yeye hana zile mishale so look at this now those who are paying attention to me now basi tazama hapa kwa wale ambao wananimakinikia now i'm beginning to flow this is very good we are on the seals now sasa ninaanza kuendelea vyema kabisa tunaanza sasa katika mihuri he saying anasema that he holds a bow ya kwamba ameshikilia upinde and he has no arrows na yeye hana mishale yeye and don't laugh at him usimchekelee usimchekelee because we just read from the book of daniel chapter 9:27 right kwa sababu tumesoma tutoka kitabu cha danieli 9:27 that he comes in ya kwamba yeye anaingia as a peaceful man kama yule mtu aliyewa amani a top diplomat na yule ambaye ni mtu wa ngazi za juu sana an excellent negotiator yule ambaye ana ustadi mwingi sana katika kuongea uses what 
anatumia nini the tongue ulimi wake very well anautumia vyema kabisa and he coins a peace treaty na sasa yeye anajaribu kutengeneza ile he coins a peace treaty anatengeneza makubaliano ya amani he ends up with a peace treaty for that last week the 70th week of daniel naye anapata hiyo makubaliano ya amani katika hiyo wiki ya mwisho ya wiki sabini ya danieli but halfway in it lakini so, so he is able to achieve all that anu, without arrows anaweza kupata hayo yote bila ya kuwa na mishale but then lakini in the middle of all that katikati mwa hayo yote he breaks the contract anavunja sasa ile makubaliano and then now the sword you saw which we are going to see in the second horseman is put to power sasa ule upanga ambao tulipata kuona na tutaona katika yule farasi wa pili sasa inaanza, inaanza kufanya kazi and there's tremendous unbelievable bloodshed na kuna umagikaji wa damu nyingi zaidi sana ya kustaajabisha it looks like everything melts down in the great tribulation yaonekana kwamba kila kitu sasa yaelekea katika dhiki kuu it melts down Yote that's where everything gets absolutely terrible hapo ndipo kila kitu sasa inaharibika zaidi sana Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because then he tries now to institute to to to, to sustain his rulership. Maana sasa using the sword. Anaanza kutekeleza na kuimarisha utawala wake kupitia ule upanga. The Antichrist. Can we? And then I want to say the following. Maana nataka kusema yafuatayo. Allow me. Can I just flow for a moment? Je, naweza tukaendelea kwa muda? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's saying. Anasema that he is all manner I read it for you he is all manner of counterfeiting Christ kwamba, all manner of counterfeit ya kwamba katika kila aina ya ubandia na kumpinga Kristo aina zote kabisa as you will see if Christ resurrected he also says i was resurrected kama vile atakavyoona ikiwa Kristo alifufuka na pia atasema nitafufuka If Christ is God he also says I'm God he wants to put his image to be worshiped maana Kristo ni Mungu na pia atasema yeye ni Mungu na ataeka kasanamu kakuabudiwa If Christ performed miracles you say I'm also making miracles here. Ikiwa Kristo alitenda miujiza naye pia atajaribu kufanya miujiza zake. If Christ belongs the Holy Trinity he also says look I'm in another trinity this unholy evil trinity of his here. Ikiwa Kristo ni mmoja wa utatu mtakatifu wa Mungu naye pia atajaribu kutengeneza utatu wake muovu wa utatu wake. So it is in that breath it's in that context of counterfeiting Christ. Ivo basi ni katika muktadha huo wa kufanya ubandia wa Kristo that he also has forerunners. Na naye pia ana watangulizi wake. Are we together? Je, tuko pamoja? He has forerunners that go ahead of him and prepare his way. Like right now look at him who is speaking with you. They have come to prepare the way for the Lord. He also has his forerunners who are preparing his way now as we speak. Naye pia ana watangulizi wake waovu. Tazama ni nani wanaonena nanyi papa hapa sasa ni watangulizi wa Mesia. Naye pia ana watangulizi wake waovu mpinga Kristo. Ambao wanamtengenezea barabara yake tazama. Ambao wanamtengenezea barabara yake. If you go all the way to the book of Genesis. Ukienda kutokote hadi katika kitabu cha mwanzo. Chapter 3. Mlango wake ni watatu. You will find utapata that the spirit of antichrist was already in operation. Ya kwamba roho ya mpinga Kristo tayari ilikuwa inatenda kazi. And that's why. Na ndio sababu He came to oppose the Lord. Alikuja kumpinga Bwana. In the garden. Katikule katika bustani. And don't laugh at him. Na usimchekelee. He won. Yeye alishinda. 
He convinced Adam and Eve. Aliumshawishi Adam na Hawa. And death came. Na kifo kikaja. So the spirit is already around, the forerunner is already around for him. Basi roho na watangulizi wake tayari wako hapa kwa ajili yake. And then Kisha across history katika historia look at the church now tazama kanisa sasa these false apostles and false prophets who are doing all the things they are able to do in the church today hawa mitume na manabii wa uongo ambao wanafanya aina yote sana katika kanisa leo hii tell me one thing niambie kitu kimoja who's forerunner are they je wao ni watangulizi wa nani so you have to be very careful basi lazima kama kinike kabisa who's forerunner are they je wao ni watangulizi wa nani They are forerunners for the, the chief deceiver the antichrist. Wao ni watangulizi wa yule mdanganyifu mkubwa kabisa yule mdanganyifu ambaye ni shetani. And so I want to focus on one other forerunner that he had which is very important it scores a very good lesson to you. Na kisha nataka tena kutazama mtangulizi wake mwingine ambaye ako naye nipate kuangazia kwenu ninyi. One of the major forerunners he had. He had. Mmoja wa watangulizi wakuu ambao alikuwa nao. I want to look at Antiochus. Nataka kumtazama Antiochus. Just focus on me. I think it's better sometimes that that copy cutting. Nitazameni maana ni vyema kabisa. So, sasa Antiochus comes he was sent. Antiochus akaja alikuwa ametumwa. We wrote an article I think it's still on the web, right? Tuliandika Antiochus. Yes. Tuliandika makala nadhani kwa Epiphanes. 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 So this is the ruler that came from the Greek the Hellenic world the Greek world and came and that article was which year 2007 or something I think It's quite long So so he comes from the Greek world and then he conquers Israel Anakuja kutoka katika ulimwengu ama nchi za Ugiriki na kisha anakuja na kuishinda Israeli But you see that when he made his last approach to Israel he was being instructed from uh, from Malta I think from Malta That's why they were telling him just go straight don't go this way don't even go to Egypt or don't go where go this way Unaona alipokuwa akifanya kuelekea ile yake mkondo wa mwisho alikuwa anafanya kuanzia kule Malta na akaambia usiende kupande huu ama upande ule lakini inaenda moja kwa moja He was taking authority he was being instructed Alikuwa anachukua mamlaka alikuwa akiagizwa I think he wanted to go also but he was being directed Nadhani alikuwa anataka kwenda Syria pia lakini alielekezwa So anyhow he comes and he conquers Israel. Lakini hata hivyo alikuja naye akashinda Israeli. That is where Hanukkah came from the miracle of Hanukkah that you see the Israelis celebrate. Hapo ndipo ule muujiza wa Hanukkah ambao tumeona wa Israeli wakisherekea ndiko ilikotoka. The Maccabees they call them Maccabees. Maccabees a big name in Israel. Wanawaita Maccabees ni jina kuu sana kule Israeli. Because the Maccabees are the ones who did what we call dare to light, dare to light. When that I'm going to describe everything he did, but the revolt, nobody could afford to revolt. So the Maccabees all of a sudden decided to revolt and they were able to throw him out and then they also discovered some oil because he had thrown out everything else and discovered one of the drawers in the temple there was still some oil that was left to light the lamp, dare to light. So they lit the lamp and the miracle is that the lamp with a little oil continued burning and burning and burning and when the day the eighth day came it was still burning and it burnt on it became a miracle the lord was pouring the oil can you tell them that so that's the miracle that took place there so antiochus 
He came and conquered Israel. I don't find any better example of his major forerunner that the Lord must have sent for a reason. Yes, yes, please. So, so uh, I don't find a better forerunner of this Antichrist that really fits the bill than Antiochus. That's why I wrote, there is an article that I wrote on this ambaye anafaa kabisa kuliko yule Antiochus na ndio maana niliandika makala kumuhusu Antiochus So when he takes over basi anapochukua usukani he conquers Israel anaishinda Israeli and he works with them naye anafanya kazi nao and the next thing they realize na kitu kifuatacho ambacho wanagundua he has taken away worship from the temple ameondoa ibada kutoka kwa hekalu Worship. He removed the daily sacrifice from the temple. Aliondoa dhabihu ya kila siku kutoka kwa hekalu. And then, nakisha He brought his god. Akaleta Mungu wake. and placed in the temple to be worshiped na idol god a greek god zeus something zeus zeus and so na hivyo ruling over them kuwatawala destroying the worship na kuharibu ibada taking away the worship from the temple na akiondoa ibada kutoka kwa hekalu the lamp of god was shut no more light in the temple ile taa ya mungu ikazima hakukuwa tena na nuru katika hekalu brought in the idol god placed it there to be worshiped na akaileta sanamu ya kaungu kupata kuabudiwa and then kisha he slaughtered the pig inside the holy of holies akachinja nguruwe ndani ya patakatifu patakatifu to cause the desecration of the temple kusababisha uharibifu kabisa wa hekali already the abomination of desolation is on tayari chukizo la uharibifu tayari limetendeka and then he wanted to institute the Greek Olympic Games something some cultural event in Jerusalem where the Greek people do, used to do that in nudity in nakedness you know na kisha akajaribu kuleta zile desturi za za wagriki ambao wanaifanya wakiwa uchi na kuifanya hizo desturi zao I mean there is no better forerunner he has than this one here na maanisha kwamba hakuna mtangulizi bora zaidi aliyenaye kuliko huyu hapa mpinga kristo mpinga kristo the antichrist mpinga kristo because kwa sababu he subjugated the people right he put them under strict tyrannical rule naye alipata kuwatisha watu chini ya utawala wake na kuweka chini ya utawala mkali kabisa to place that sign that mark in the temple to be worshiped kuweka ile ishara ile alama katika hekalu ili kwamba apate kuabudiwa he extinguished worship naye akazima ibada abolishing the daily sacrifice naye akaondoa kabisa ile dhabihu ya kila siku but that's what the antichrist will do na hicho ndicho mpinga kristo anafanya and no regard na bila heshima yoyote 
for the prince of princes kwa yule kuhani wa hao mtawala no regard for the youth hakuna heshima yoyote kwa vijana no regard for women hakuna heshima yoyote kwa wanawake a brute ni mkatili that's a heavy iron fist hiyo ni ukatili wa ngazi za juu so can we look at this foreign now basi je tuweza kumwangalia huyu mtangulizi sasa haleluya haleluya first of all the opening of the seal kwanza kabisa kule kuvunjwa kiri again revelation chapter 6 verse 1 to 2 mara tena ufuna yohana mlango wa sita mstari wa kwanza na wa pili i washed as the lamb opened the first of the seven seals kisha nikamtazama nikamona mwanakondoo akivunja ile lakiri ya kwanza miongoni mwa zile saba then i heard one of the four living creatures say ndipo nikasikia mmoja wale viumbe wenye uhai wanne akisema in a voice like thunder kwa sauti kama ya radi come njo i looked and there before me was a white horse nikatazama na hapo mbele yangu alikuepo farasi mweupe his rider held a bow yeye aliyemkwa na upinde and he was given a crown naye akapewa taji and he rode out as a conqueror bent on conquest naye akapanda akatoka kushinda ili apate kushinda and jesus also talked about this in matthew 24 na yesu naye alinena kuhusu hii katika mathayo 24 he says anasema matthew chapter 24 mathayo mlango wake ni wa 24 verses 45 mstari wake wa 4 hadi wa 5 jesus answered yesu akawajibu Watch out that nobody deceives you no one deceives you Angalieni mtu asiwadanganye For many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah Kwa maana wengi watakuja kwa jina langu wakidai mimi ndiye Kristo The other version say I am the Christ Tafsiri zingine zinasema mimi ndimi Kristo And will deceive many Nao watawadanganya wengi And then of course verse 6 you start seeing the second seal Na kisha bila shaka mstari wa 6 unaona kuhusu lakiri But you remember too well the vision I shared here today? Lakini makumbuka vyema kabisa yale maoni ambayo nilishiriki hapa leo hii. That the antichrist becomes more destructive in the great tribulation. Ya kwamba mpinga Kristo anakuwa uharibifu zaidi sana katika dhiki kuu. Do you remember in that vision the sun was almost not there? Je, makumbuka yale maono ya kwamba jua? Kwenye hiyo maono jua hakuna jua. Kwenye hiyo maono Do you remember that please? Je, makumbuka that in that vision it was dark it was kind of dark there was no sun. Kwenye hayo maono ilikuwa na giza hakukuwa na jua. That is in the depth of the great tribulation. Na hiyo ndio kilindi zaidi ya dhiki kuu. That's when he's most destructive, destroying the saints, killing them, those who cannot worship him, who cannot take the mark, he will kill them. Hapo ndipo anakuwa wauharibifu na uangamivu anaangamiza wale ambao hawezi kuchukua chapa yake na ambao hawezi kumwabudu so he disguises here by wearing white to symbolize purity basi hapa anajigeuza kuvalia nyeupe kuashiria usafi he wants to mimic the righteousness of jesus anataka kuiga uhaki wa yesu he has a bow yeye ana upinde can we read from the book of job 29 Je, tuweza soma kitoka kitabu cha Ayubu 29. Job chapter 29. Ayubu 29. Haleluya. Haleluya. Job 29 verse 
Ayubu 29 mstari wake wa 20 anasema My glory will not fade Utukufu wangu utabakia The bow will be ever new in my hand Upinde wangu daima utaendelea kuwa mpya mkononi mwangu So the bow is the symbol of authority Basi upinde ni ishara ya umamlaka that he goes out with from the throne of God Almighty. Ambayo anatoka akiwa nayo kutoka kwa enzi ya Mungu mkuu mwenyezi. And for some reason, na kwa sababu fulani, he has been able to convince this generation. Yeye ameweza kushawishi kizazi hiki. You can even see what is going on on the earth today. Hata unaweza kuona yale ambayo yanatendeka duniani leo hii. The plagues. Zile mapigo They are coming as judgments of God. Yanakuja kama hukumu kutoka kwa Mungu. To a generation that has rejected the Lord moved away. Kwa kizazi ambacho kimemkataa Mungu na imeondoka kabisa. The Lord is shutting down things. Life. Bwana anafunga mambo mengi kabisa. He's shutting down life. Naye anayafunga hata maisha. Job chapter 30 verse 11. Ayubu 30 mstari wake wa 11. Now that God has I'm strong my bow and afflicted me they throw off restraint in my presence Sasa kwa kuwa Mungu ananishusha na kunitesa wamekuwa huru kunitendea wanaovyo So the bow is strength here Basi upinde ni nguvu hapa So the bow is the symbol of strength he has Upinde ni ishara ya nguvu alizonazo As he comes out Anapojitokeza But very shocking. Lakini ya kustajabisha kabisa that God sent him. Ya kwamba Mungu anamtuma. Hai. To the perishing. Kwa wale wanaoangamia. It's as though he's saying if you love lies and ni, deception have more. Ni kana kwamba anasema ikiwa unapenda udanganyifu na uongo basi pata zaidi. Ezekiel 39 verse 3. Ezekiel 29 mstari wa 3. We are still looking at the ball that he carries, right? Bado tunatazama ile upinde alionao. Finally we are on the seals, right? Hatimaye tumefika kwenye lakiri. Ezekiel 39 verse 3. Ezekiel 39 mstari wake ni watatu. He says the following. He says. Anasema. Then I'll strike your bow from your left hand and make your arrows drop from your right hand. Kisha nitaupiga upinde wako kutoka mkono wako wa kushoto na kuifanya mishele yako yanguke kutoka mkono wako wa kuume. Do you understand why he leaves the throne with a bow? Je, waelewa ni kwa nini anatoka kutoka kwa enzi akiwa na upinde? He don't need no arrows. Yeye hahitaji mishale yote. He just carries the bow. Yeye anabeba upinde tu. And when you check there there is no arrow. Na unapotazama hakuna mishale yote inayotumika pale. He says. Anasema, the bow is the symbol of his authority. Ya kwamba upinde ni ishara ya mamlaka yake. His power. Nguvu zake. His strength. Nguvu zake. His defense. Uwezo wake na ulinzi wake. From scripture here. Kutoka kwa maandiko hapa. And then. Kisha. He has no arrows. Yeye hana mishale yoyote. And I said already as we had a discussion here about Daniel chapter 9 verse 27. Na nimesema tayari hapa tulipokuwa na majadiliano kuhusu Danieli 9:27 That midway 
ya kwamba hapo katikati in the last week of daniel midway juma, he breaks the covenant juma la mwisho katika zile wiki sabini za danieli anaivunja hiyo agano and then blood flows na kisha damu inatiririka so he comes as a man of peace basi anakuja kama mtu wa amani with a lot of deception akiwa na udanganyifu mwingi the bible says in daniel master of intrigue Biblia inasema katika Danieli kwamba yeye ndio yule aliye na uongo mwingi sana without arrows bila mishale yoyote meaning he comes to talk and he is bold he can discuss it with you and win you kumaanisha yeye na ujasiri anaweza kuja keti na wewe na azungumza na kujadiliana na wewe na apate hata kukushinda i can see some church in a generation that he has already convinced. Naweza kuona kanisa fulani katika kizazi fulani ambao tayari ameshalishawishi. They no longer uphold holiness. Na tena hawazingatii utakatifu. Neither they take righteousness. Na wala hawataki na kuchukua uhaki. They just want to blend it with the world and have their vat of Christianity. Wao wanataka tu kuchangamana na ulimwengu na kuwa na aina yao tofauti ya Ukristo. Boldness. Ujasiri. And he comes for a bloodless coup naye anakuja na lile jeshi ambalo halina mapinduzi bila damu kumwagika ndio mapinduzi bila damu kumwagika he comes without arrows anakuja bila mishale yoyote and he has convinced almost the whole earth naye amepata kulishawishi karibu dunia yote if you look at the body of christ the entire body of christ has sold in they are bought in rather ukilitazama mwili mzima wa kristo wote wameshaingia katika udanganyifu wote kabisa because he says kwa sababu anasema don't worry god does not look at your dressing eti kwamba usijali mungu haangalii mavazi yako and then you find that christians begin to blend their salvation with the world na kisha unawapata wakristo wanaanza kuchangamana katika wokovu wao na ulimwengu and then the gospel of prosperity it is his making he is the one who crafted it and designed it na kisha injili ya ufanisi ni yake ni yeye ndiye aliyeibuni na ni yeye aliyeitengeneza that they may forever be born again ili kwamba milele yote ipate kuokoka but never enter heaven na kamwe wasiingie mbinguni because the bible says for without holiness nobody will enter heaven kwa sababu biblia inasema bila ya kuwa na utakatifu hakuna yeyote atakayeingia mbinguni so he's so crafty basi yeye ni mjanja kabisa the coming without arrows kukuja bila kuwa na mishale is what really defines his craftiness ndio ile ambayo inaelezea kabisa ujanja wake his initial deception udanganyifu wake utangia mwanzo a master of intrigue as we've seen boldness yeye ambaye ana udanganyifu mwingi kabisa na ujasiri bloodless victory without shedding blood he will win ushindi bila ya kumwaga damu bila kumwaga damu anapata kushinda he comes as a man of peace to make peace and do peace covenant anakuja kama mtu wa amani ili kwamba afanye mapatano ya amani he is an intellectual genius yeye ni yule mtu mwerevu zaidi so does it mean that coming without the arrows basi je yamaanisha kwamba je yamaanisha kwamba kukuja bila kuwa na mishale from the throne of god kutoka kwa enzi ya Mungu to the church to the world kwa kuja kwa kanisa na kwa ulimwengu is what properly defines his cunningness and shrewdness and slyness ndio ile ambayo inaelezea zaidi vizuri sana ujanja wake ukora wake na ukaidi wake hatukora this somebody here ukora wake yes truly that is it because how are you going to achieve your victory because you are going out as a conqueror bent on conquest and i said don't laugh at him 
kwa sababu utawezaje he's going to win maana anaenda kushinda ile apate kushinda na usimchekelee right now he has won the entire body of christ they, they took holiness and threw out of the windows amepata kuishinda hata mwili wote wa kristo wamechukua utakatifu na kabisa kupitia kwa dirisha and he has lied to them that holiness will not matter on that day naye amepata kuwadanganya kwamba utakatifu haitajalishwa siku hiyo And that's why you see the biggest visitation of all time is taking place and the church is just wondering how do we engage with it no I'll just continue where I am how do we I like but I don't like to change my dressing those people have different dressing whatever so he has lied to them to have different values and virtues within the Christian salvation that Jesus brought different ones ndio sababu amepata kuwadanganya kabisa kabisa na sasa unaona mtembeleo mkuu zaidi sana unaendelea hapa unaendelea hapa na wale wote wa Kristo dunia nzima wanajadiliana wengine wanasema sijui tuende pale vipi sijui tuungane na hao vipi lakini mimi naogopa mavazi yao nini nini mambo mengi sana yanawazuia kwa maana wamedanganywa wakadanganyika wamedanganywa wakadanganyika wamedanganywa wakadanganyika kabisa he has lied to them until they are deceived amewadanganya nao wamepata kudanganyika kabisa they are blended the beautiful gospel of salvation of the grace with the world wamepata kuichanganya ile injili ya kupendeza zaidi ya msalaba wa wokovu na kuichangamana ulimwengu They think on that day Jesus will understand. Wanadhani kwamba hiyo siku Yesu atapata kuelewa. And yet we know very well from Matthew 25 verses 10 11 that the Lord himself shuts the door on them. Na ile hali tunajua vema kabisa toka Mathayo 25:10 hadi 11 ya kwamba Bwana Mungu mwenyewe ataufunga mlango. Atawafungia nje. Atawafungia nje. So this is a very powerful place because you are saying that coming without the arrows really bespeaks his intellectual genius that is going to without let without shooting one arrow or shooting one bullet he is going to get the whole world under him and and coin a peace treaty na ya kwamba kukuja kwake bila mishaleo yote na bila kutupa na kurusha mshaleo wote atapata kuushinda ulimwengu wote na kuleta amani na kutengeneza mapatano ya amani ya bandia oi I think in the African continent that that is normal sometimes called witchcraft right Nadhania kwamba katika bara la Afrika wanaita hiyo uchawi Because someone say who be witch you to believe that right Na mtu atasema ni roga mpate kuamini hiyo Without shooting one arrow Bila kuachilia kamshaka You get the whole world under him even sign a peace treaty Ulimwengu wote mauteka chini yake na kutengeneza makubaliano ya amani That really bespeaks his cunningness, shrewdness, deceptiveness, slyness, whatever it is you want to say. Hiyo kwa hakika inaelezea ujanja wake, ukora wake, ukaidi wake na hila zake na yote ambayo unaweza kuyaita. And that is what the coronavirus is announcing to you. Na hayo ndio yale ambayo ukiruzi cha corona inawatangazieni ninyi. Be careful of the ruler that is coming. Makinikeni sana kumuhusu mtawala anayokuja. Be careful the dispensation coming. Makinikeni kuhusu majira yanayokuja. And so na hivyo This is a very powerful time he comes with a crown claiming leadership we said already authority dominion majesty and everything Anakuja akiwa na taji akidai mamlaka utawala na uku And we also saw that in everything he counterfeits Christ can I just run through this Na pia tuliona katika kila kitu anapata kumpinga Kristo Riding on the white horse Akimpanda farasi mweupe Revelation chapter 6:1 to 2 we read Ufunuo Yohana 6:1 hadi 2 tulisoma And we saw that the Messiah is in Revelation 
11 down you see comes the white horse the horse of God that I've seen it's tremendous to be inside heaven and to meet this horse Ay, this is so powerful to talk to you people I think some, of, some big things have been said here today right even how I entered heaven and the big horse was standing he's huge, he's very sturdy also he's huge, he's huge I think, I don't know whether I'm allowed to measure sizes and what, but I think his legs almost reached reach somewhere, almost reached somewhere here but broader and, and strong he's very sturdy horse today I've shared some big things I have seen the horse, the white horse that the Messiah will ride when he comes to Jerusalem. Does that now help you to believe in righteousness and holiness? It rather. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then he runs around full of glory. But it's so powerful, I don't want to share a little bit more, but he was so close like this. And so, this is a very mighty time. Because the counterfeit is running with another horse. I want to believe this smaller horse here. So, in Revelation 6, 1-2, he comes in a white horse. And then he, he, he counterfeiting the Messiah coming in this grand mega horse, super glorious. In Revelation 19, but you see one thing you also discover here which you don't want to lose sight of in that revelation chapter 19 is that when they are coming from heaven the saints with him the raptured saints, they are still wearing the finest linen, bright and clean they prepared on the earth here. So this hour is so critical, has everlasting implication in your lives. This hour of preparing the glorious garment for the coming of the Messiah. Nimesema ya kwamba saa hii ambao kuna sauti inatangatanga inaenda hapa na pale ikatangaza ya kwamba Mesia yuaja mnafaa kujitairisha kutairisha kitani safi nzuri ngarayo cha kuvaa cha arusi ya mwana kondoo nimesema ya kwamba saa hii ndiye muhimu sana kwa maisha yako milele yote kwa maana wale wateule ambao walichukuliwa kwenye unyakuzi wakaenda binguni ukiona sasa kwenye ufunuo 19 wakati wanarudi na Yesu Kristo mfalme kule Yerusalemu wamevaa lile lile vazi walitengeneza wakati huu ikadumu milele does that make it better for translators hallelujah and so this is a very important time. The garment you prepare now has everlasting consequence. Has eternal consequence. And he says the crown says that he is a world leader. 
na anasema kwamba taji yaelezea kwamba yeye ni kiongozi wa ulimwengu claiming authority akidai mamlaka claiming dominion akidai utawala claiming majesty akidai ukuu claiming power and allegiance akidai nguvu na utifu but in counterfeiting christ lakini katika kumpinga na katika ubandia wa kristo we have seen the white horse tumemwona farasi mweupe and the messiah with the white horse na messiah pia akiwa na farasi mweupe and then we also see that he wears a crown na kisha pia tumeona kwamba anavalia taji and then the messiah has many crowns na kisha messiah ana taji nyingi but just a moment lakini ngoja kidogo tu if you read the book of revelation 13 which we are going to read today here ukiwa utaisoma kitabu cha ufuna yohana 13 ambacho tutaisoma hapa leo hii you find that he has many crowns unapata kwamba ana taji nyingi Revelation 13 verse we can even jump there right away. Taweza atakuelekea papo hapo wakati huu. Revelation 13 verse 1. Yohana 13 mstari wa kwanza. And again if you understand the paradigm I've set for you today. Na mara tano ikiwa utapata kuelewa ile ile mfumo ambao nimewaelezea leo hii. This is it. Hii ndio hii. Everybody. Kila moja. I've decided that we are going to look at the main players in that dispensation. Nimeamua kwamba tunaenda kuangazia na kuwatazama wale wahusika wakuu katika majira hayo that the coronavirus is announcing is warning this generation look look what is coming ambayo, look the dispensation coming watch out danger is coming ambayo virusi vya corona inatangaza na kuonya kuhusu majira hayo inasema tazama majira hayo yanakuja majira hatari sana yanakuja Watch out. Because in any case even greater plagues are in that in that generation. Maana hata hivyo yale mapigo makubwa zaidi yako katika udhiki hiyo kuu kabisa. Greater diseases. Magonjo makubwa zaidi. Viruses. Vile viruzi vikubwa. Like one of them whose prophecy I've already given. Kama mojawapo ambao unabii wake nimepata kuutoa. The one that comes with boils. Remember the little dot boils red red like this, but when they grow big they have an eye which is a dark eye. The eye also bursts and the fluid is very infectious. It's more infectious than this uh, coronavirus. Yale majipu majipu ambayo nimeelezea na kwamba iko na kichwa kidogo ambayo inakuwa kubwa na kisha inakuwa ndio machungu mbaya. Inafura alafu inakuwa na kitu kama uzaa majimaji na uzaa ndani. Inafura inakuwa na kitu kama majimaji. Kwa uvimbe kwenye uvimbe. Kwenye uvimbe huo unakuwa na kitu kama majimaji. Alafu ile uvimbe linakuwa na kitu kama kwamba jicho hivi inatoa jicho hivi alafu ile jicho inakuwa nyeusi vile inapasuka. Alafu baada ya kupasuka inamwaga haya uzaa uzaha na hiyo majimaji hivyo lakini haya tena yanaendelea kuambukiza mwili wote sasa Hallelujah Hallelujah yeah, so the fluids go and they infect their entire body now when, when they burst Hiyo majimaji yake inapopasuka sasa inaathiri mwili mzima wote So can we read the book of Daniel chapter 8 verse 25 Je, tutaweza soma kitabu cha Danieli 8:25? Oh, we were reading Revelation 13 first verse 1 to show that he has many crowns then we go to Daniel, right? And so he says, the dragon stood on the shore of the sea and I saw a beast coming out of the sea. It had ten horns and seven heads with ten crowns on his horns. So you see, he tries to counterfeit in all manner of everything. Yasema nami nikamwona mnyama akitoka ndani ya bahari mnyama huyo alikuwa na pembe kumi na vichwa saba akiwa na taji kumi kwenye hizo pembe zake na juu ya kila kichwa kulikuwa na, na jina la kukufuru Because he knows Kwa sababu anajua that my lord has many crowns Ya kwamba bwana wangu anazo taji nyingi 
And then he also comes with many crowns. Na kisha anakuja na taji nyingi. Revelation 19. Ufuna Yohana 19. Verse 2. Mstari wake ni wa pili. He says. Anasema. Again Revelation 19 verse Revelation 19 verse 2. Mara tena ufuna Yohana mlango wa 19 mstari wake wa pili. For true and just are his judgments. Kwa maana hukumu zake ni kweli na zahaki. He has condemned the great prostitute. Amemhukumu yule kahaba mkuu who corrupted the earth by her adulteries. Aliyewaribu ulimwengu kwa uzinzi wake. He has avenged on her the blood of his servants. Amemlipiza kizazi kwa ajili ya damu ya watumishi wake. So anyhow, hivyo basi, he tries to counterfeit. Anajaribu kumpinga everything the Messiah does. Kila kitu ambacho Mesia anafanya. And so that tells you that he is not going to come to you wearing some dark clothes with the black hat and what have you, right? Hiyo yakwambia kwa hata disguise, right? Even his forerunners, right? In the church today, right? Okay. He comes as a conqueror to take victory, right? Anakuja kama mshindi ili kwamba apate ushindi. So Revelation chapter 6 verse 2. He says, Anasema, I looked and there before me was a white horse, its rider held a bow. Nikatazama na hapo mbele yangu alikuepo farasi mweupe yeye aliyempanda alikuwa na upinde and he was given a crown naye akapewa taji out as a conqueror bent on victory bent on conquest akapanda akatoka akishinda ili apate kushinda and then revelation 13 the same revelation we just read na kisha ufunuo hiyo hiyo 13 ambayo tumeisoma verse 4 it says the following anasema yafuatayo it says people worshiped the dragon because he had given authority to the beast and they also worshiped the beast and they asked who is like the beast who can wage war against him look at how successful he becomes tazama jizivila anapata kushinda anasema watu wakaliabudu lile joka kwa sababu lilikuwa limempa huyo mnyama mamlaka yake pia akamwabudu huyo mnyama na kuuliza ni nani aliye kama huyo mnyama ni nani awezaye kupigana vita naye And even those expressions are in the book of Exodus uh, chapter 15 those expressions are for the Lord who is like the Lord who can fight him right That is how we exalt our God But he takes it for himself and he uses it to try to exalt himself and the people say it themselves themselves huyo mpinga Kristo anaichukua na kujiwekea mwenyewe na kujisemea mwenyewe nao watu wanajisemea wao wenyewe kabisa Do you now understand that whether he comes without arrows please don't laugh sasa unaelewa ni kwa nini tafadhali usicheke Because he eventually ends up with a lot of people worshiping him kwa sababu hatimaye anapata watu wengi wakimwabudu But for a generation that can go all the way to India and do yoga and do some yoga what and believe in yoga gods lakini kwa watu wa kizazi fulani ambao wanaenda kule india na kufanya zile vizile ambazo zinaitwa yoga na michezo hizo zote ambazo zinaitwa yoga sio yoga ni kuabudu yoga tafadhali tafadhali unisaidie because i have a long message 
So to go there and worship yoga. Kwenda pale na kuabudu yoga. When cripples are walking. Wakati viwete wanatembea. The blind are seeing the cloud has come and you are going to India to worship yoga. Then that generation is ready to worship the antichrist. If somebody can appear to you and tell you oh you have a crippled child at home. So a seed go and sell your land and bring the money. That's what they tell you. That when you bring that money as a seed your crippled get up. If people can believe such lies, then how much more this genius called antichrist who is coming? How much more would they believe him? Didn't I tell you that this generation is ripe for the Antichrist? If the cloud can come, no, let me put it better for you. If the cloud can come, Jehovah Yahweh, the God of Israel, look at that on the screen. And he comes. Look at that. And then a pastor. A pastor decides no. I'm going to pursue my own things. A pastor. A reverend. Then how much more the local ordinary people and then surely isn't the generation ready to believe the Antichrist? If the pastors are so much deluded like that. And if the pastor can lie to the ladies in the church and have sexual sin with them even several of them in the church members of the church and they keep coming to the same church keep coming back then how much more this intellectual genius who is going to appear intrigue master of intrigue you know the right word to say when I believe this generation is ready. They're ready to receive the antichrist. Let the church prepare and leave. Because you see a lot of things happening in the church and you're baffled. You're like, but how can that happen? If they were doing that before the Lord sent me before I arrived before the two prophets arrived and began to pronounce the truth pronounce the righteousness pronounce the holiness that I can understand if they were doing that before because even you, you were in that category. Everybody was there, right? But after the Lord has sent the two prophets and they have pronounced the oracles of heaven, how can you still be there? I've said that everybody was there even you people in those churches you are doing those kinds of things but the only difference between you 
and them is that when the truth was pronounced it dismantled your heart convicted your soul and you repented and then you came hallelujah but how can they continue doing so in South Africa in Europe when this voice is pronouncing righteousness and look at the wonders God himself is coming to, to affirm that yes indeed these are my two servants. God Yahweh. God Yahweh. Look at that. Look at this stunning visitation. And you know, only the anointing, it's only the anointing that makes the difference. Nothing else. You know, the preachers of today can come and tell you everything under the sun. You tell him yes. That I also believe. That I also believe. But then, show me the anointing. Where are your cripples that have walked? In the public space. It's the anointing that makes the difference. And you can never walk, nobody can walk close to God the Father like this, except you repent. That's why you people are in the ministry of repentance. But when he comes to the roof, he may find you in the right standing, right? I think this generation is ready. Ready to receive the Antichrist. If you can go to buy miracles, you show me in the Bible, where did they buy miracles from? You go to Ghana, you go to Nigeria, you go to Kenya, South Africa, Europe, what? You go to Botswana, the, the, the so-called prophets, they will say, there is uh, the first list of uh, people who come, high speed, they, not high speed, they call it what? High speed lane, whatever, fast track, where they pay $5,000 each to see the prophets of the Lord. And then, they, 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 no, in quotes. And then there is another, you have to wait, it's a longer line, I think it's $500 or whatever. If you can really go and pay money to receive the so called prophetic word, tell me, tell me. And yet cripples are walking, the glory is here. Aren't you for the Antichrist? Are we together? Sorry? Unbelievable. <laughs> the generation, right? All the prophecies are given before they are fulfilled. Coronavirus. Right? Let, let's try to make some mileage here. And then it says the same Revelation 13 verse, verse 7 again. 7 and 8, right? To prove to you that he comes to take victory. We have already seen that they are worshipping him. In verse 4. Already they are worshipping him together with the dragon. And now. The same Revelation 13, 7 and 8. He says. It was given power to wage war against God's holy people and to conquer them. And it was given authority over every tribe, every people, every language, every nation. That is the same authority Jesus had when he purchased, remember the Revelation chapter 5 verse 9, he purchased all tribes, all peoples, all nations, all languages. 
na pia akapewa uwezo juu ya watu wa kila kabila, jamaa, lugha na taifa na mamlaka ndiyo yayo hayo ambayo Yesu Kristo aliyako nayo ya kuwanunua watu wote toka kila kabila, kila jamaa na kila jumuiya. He's counterfeiting the Lord letter for letter. Sasa anafanya ubandia na jaribu kumuiga Bwana kila herufi kwa herufi. I'm simply trying to unfold him to open him up to peel it's called to peel him up, to, to, to open up that you may see who is in the dispensation that the coronavirus is warning you about and saying please be careful the next dispensation is about to take place na kuwafunulia kabisa kuhusu ni nani aliye katika kizazi hiki na majira haya ambalo linakuja tafadhali si wewe umeokoka yes Ambalo linakuja? Yes, thank you. Who is it that is in charge of the generation that's coming? Ni nani ambaye sasa ana mamlaka ya kizazi kinachokuja? The dispensation of Viki na Viki ku tribulation and great tribulation. Majira ya Viki na Viki ku. Because these plagues are synonymous with the tribulation and the great tribulation. Ask me. I've already seen so much happening in there. Kwa sababu mapigo haya yamefanana kabisa na yale ambayo yatakuwa katika dhiki na dhiki kuu. Niulizeni maana nimepata kuwa katika hayo ma, ma, majira. And verse 8 says. Anasema, if you continue. Ukiendelea. All the inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast. Nao watu wote waishio duniani watamwabudu huyo mnyama. All whose names have not been written in the Lamb's book of life. Yani the Lamb who was slain from the creation of the world wale wote ambao majina yao hayakuandikwa kwenye kitabu cha uzima cha mwana kondoo aliyechinjwa tangu kuumbwa kwa ulimwengu do you know what worshiping the beast means je unajua kwamba ni kuabudu mnyama ni nini it means devil worship the worshiping of satan kumwabudu shetani kumwabudu shetani so if you don't want to worship satan ivo basi kiwa hutaki kumwabudu shetani please prepare the way tafadhali iandae njia for the coming of the messiah kwa ajili ya kukuja kwa messiah repent tubuni and turn away from sin na mgeuke kutoka kwa dhambi the messiah is coming messiah anakuja I have seen the church climb the stairs taken up and they climb those beautiful glorious stairs. Nimeliona kanisa likiwa limenyakuliwa na limepanda juu ya ngazi hizo za kupendeza za utukufu. And this same cloud, this cloud that visited me in Kisumu. Wingo hili ambalo lilinitembelea kule Kisumu is the one that finally opens like this and the stairs appear from this cloud. Ndilo hilo ambalo litafunguka. When they get very close here when they get wakifika karibu hapa very close here hapa karibu then the cloud opens na kisha wingu linafunguka and you see some stairs you will see stairs utaona ngazi so that you first see they are clearly but the, the, the vision disappears the more it enters inside na utaona kwanza zikiwa ikaonekana kabisa sana lakini itaendelea kupotea wakati umeona napendelea Yeah. The generation is ready. Kizazi kiko tayari. If you can go by miracles. Ikiwa mwaweza kwenda kununua miujiza. And look. Natazama. When the Lord sent me to do healing services. Wakati Bwana alinituma nifanye ibada za uponyaji. Did you understand why he used to keep me in Nairobi and simply decree? 
Je, mnipata kuelewa ni kwa nini alinipata kuniweka hapa Nairobi na nipate kutangaza tu? Because he knew such a time as this is coming. Kwa sababu alijua kwamba wakati kama huu unakuja. When you might not be able to congregate, we simply tell the people with cripples to prepare tune in radio and decree that the cripples may get up in their houses where they are five you may not be even be ten anymore right ambapo nyakati kama hizi you may not even be ten people anymore hamweza atakuwazidia watu 10 tena this was preparing for this time hii ilikuwa ikiandaa kwa ajili wakati huu that when you are not able to congregate yakomba wakati hamuwezi kukusanyika pamoja in menengai 4 kule menengai ya how many million people ni watu mamilioni kiasi gani then you can simply announce on radio people they are cripples to call the doctors to come and verify and to do everything to to write to, to do the recordings of the cripple pulling himself or herself on the soil and then when we decree from this side and the lord lifts them up you hear celebration in the villages then you can now because like now we are not doing menengai maana sasa hata unawaagiza kwamba hata madaktari wakuje waandike na kuchukua hata grade wanasema bwana wacha tuseme vyema na nini tusicheze na neno la Mungu si ndio tusicheze yes tuseme tu vyema because nimesema ya kwamba mnajua sasa maana yake ilikuwa ni nini wakati bwana aliniamurisha kwamba nibaki hapa Nairobi na nyinyi mkusanyike pale Central Park wengine afraha eneo karibu 87 alafu niamurisha viweto waamuke alafu anaamuka Bwana alikuwa anaongea kuhusu nyakati kama hizi saa hizi ambapo hatuwezi hata kutana hatuwezi kuwa na menengai ya nne Ni hivyo si ndio Haleluya Haleluya So it's very powerful Ni nguvu sana He's saying he was he was talking about times like this when you will not be able to, to congregate look at this now Alikuwa kinena kuhusu nyakati kama hizi And the stairs here Somewhere here. Gazi ziko mahali This part opens, one of the cloud opens like this. And then and then the stairs, you see you see them clearer, you see them a little translucent and then you see them less less but glorious through the cloud. Na kisha unapata kuyaona ngazi ikionekana kabisa kwanza kisha kidogo inaonekana kidogo na kisha sasa ionekani kabisa kuingia ndani ya mawingu. And when they came they really walked in, they didn't look back because you know so close the door. Na walipokuja walitembea kabisa maana walikuwa karibu na lango kabisa. They didn't look back. Hawakutazama nyuma tena. And they crossed and really entered until it closed. It's amazing to see that. Wakatembea na kuingia kabisa hadi mlango kafunga ilikuwa ya kushangaza sana kuona hiyo. I hope on that day you will be among the number. Natumai siku hiyo mtakuwa miongoni mwa idadi. But meanwhile before that day arrives. Lakini sasa kabla wakati huo kuwadi. I have a warning for you here. Ninaloonya kwenu ninyi hapa. About the dispensation next. Kuhusu majira yanayokuja. Because he says kwa sababu anasema he will be able to counterfeit the messiah and if you thought that was a joke the bible says the whole world will the beast anatadaribu kumuiga na kumpinga messiah na ukiona dhania kwamba hiyo ni mchezo biblia inasema ulimwengu wote utamwabudu huyo mnyama and they will say who is like the beast who can try to wage war against him na watasema ni nani aliye kama mnyama ni nani anaweza fanya vita dhidi yake This is a tremendous time in the church. I've not even gotten to the fourth seal, but the message of the coronavirus has already come out. And I know you are going to drive to Nakuru and come back tomorrow. The senior bishop because this meeting has to continue tomorrow. Oh yes, because now they are aggregating there are no fellowships. It will be done here. Maana sasa hakuna mkusanyiko hakuna shirika itafanyika toka hapa. Hapana. Oh. So anyway, 
So 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 blessed people. Watu wabarikiwa. It is very mighty. You understand why the Lord kept me in Nairobi and asked me to decree that cripples may get up and walk in different locations across the world? They are still walking until today. And it's amazing. Because then the Lord was talking about such a time as this when we cannot do menengai four. In fact, if we want to do a healing service, we can still do a healing service anytime. We'll just announce it on radio. People their cripples would make recordings and send us to one depository so we record and send the doctors there and the nurses. To verify examinations and do gate one. And then on the day of the healing service when they are healed and hear celebrations we go there find out who, which of the cripples got up which one got up see, so so it will still happen the healing service will still happen we are still willing to raise more cripples to establish the authority of the cross of Jesus that had been trampled by the teachers of prosperity that brought immorality at the pulpit they brought sexual sin at the center of the pulpit and lies and the love of money and everything that's happening there but how can my question is how can you keep doing it when the, 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 the announcement has happened and the visitation has happened and I said you can, you can tell me whatever you want but please Show me the anointing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And cripples are walking. They're still in, in, in plain loads of people going to India for yoga. To dip themselves in river Ganges a bit. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> No, 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 no. He sends the Antichrist to delude them further. <laughs> to sink them into that river further. How can you blame the Lord for sending the Antichrist? When you already went to the cross and paid the ultimate price. And opened the way that enters the kingdom of glory. I need to move on. Revelation chapter 11. How he really comes for victory. Just the way the Messiah comes for victory, right? Are you still together with me? Are you following what we are doing? I'm simply unveiling the Antichrist to you. That you may make personal decisions never ever to sloppy and slumber in your salvation. That you may now uphold it with greater zeal and greater reverence and defend it. That you will defend this glory. That you may defend this glory with your all. Because we already saw there is a part of this message where I don't know which day I'll reach it, 
There is a part of this message that says after the fourth, fifth seal, and we have gone through all the trumpets and everything, there is a part of the message that says, how ought you to live then? In view of all of the above, how ought you then to live your Christian lives? That's when I'll bring in the book of Luke chapter 16 verses 1931, the rich man and Lazarus that the determinations you're making, the things you're doing now, are really making complete determination about your eternity. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 11 verse 7. Now, when they have finished their testimony, basi walipokuwa wamemaliza ushuhuda wao, the beast that comes up from the beast will attack them and overpower them. And kill them. He becomes successful. Except that this death I have seen it. Except that this death I've seen it. Because it, the Lord removes the life from the body. So for three days they are actually there. Three days and a half. In fact I've seen the bodies looking at the bodies like this. Like this. They're right there. Even as people celebrate sending gifts that they have tormented the world. But you see, he is still doing this kind of accomplishments. So when he comes to conquer, for conquest kushinda, and counterfeiting the Messiah. Na mesia, he really succeeds. Kwa and then now, na kisha sasa, Daniel chapter 7, ni wasaba, verse 21. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know whether we'll make it because it looks like unless I cut it, is it okay if I continue? This will take some days. It looks like we're going to have a lot, right? I am ready though. Because the church is tuned in, you know. They they are not able to do home fellowships, right? They are now ready and available. They just go to work and come. Probably there will be shutdowns in Kenya too, I don't know. Sometimes we don't know what happens tomorrow, right? Thank you very much. Daniel chapter 7. Daniel mlango ni wasaba. Verse 21. Mstari wake wa 21. As I watched. Nilipoendelea kutazama. This horn was waging war against the holy people. Pembe hii ilikuwa inapigana vita dhidi ya watu watakatifu. And defeating them. Na kuwashinda. Until the ancient of days came. 
mpaka hiyo huyo mzee wa siku alipokuja and pronounce judgment in favor of the holy people of the most high na kutamka hukumu kwa kuwapa ushindi watakatifu wa yeye aliyejuu sana and the time came when they possessed the kingdom na wakati walipoimiliki ufalme but waging war and defeating them and conquering them lakini akifanya vita na kuwashinda na kuwashinda is everybody with me still very important for you to understand what lies ahead before we start breaking the next seal and the next that's all right i know we come to coronavirus oh there is so much there is so much on the fourth seal fourth seal might be from morning to probably two days kuna mengi sana katika lakiri ya nne yaweza kuwa hata pengine siku mingi kabisa nimesema mbili siku mbili and so na hivyo waging war and defeating them kufanya vita na kuwashinda ai because he comes as a conqueror kwa sababu anakuja kama mshindi to mimic the messiah who also comes to conquer kumuiga mesia ambaye pia anakuja so he's really anti christ he's against christ whatever christ does he will do try to do the opposite and whatever na kwa kweli yeye ni mpinga battle for souls a battle for worship ni vita vya nafsi na vita vya kuabudu whom to be worshiped who to be worshiped ni nani wa kuabudiwa Can we look at the Lord's wonderful side also? Je, toweza kutazama Because we said whatever the Lord does he does. We began with what he does. Can we see what the Lord does also? Je, toweza kutazama yeye Bwana anatenda pia. John chapter 16 blessed people. Yohana 16 watu wabarikiwa. John 16 verse 33. Yohana 16:33. He says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. Do these things so that in me you may have peace. Nimewaambia mambo haya ili mpate kuwa na amani ndani mwangu. In this world you will have trouble. Ulimwenguni humu mtapata dhiki. But take heart. Lakini jipeni moyo. I have overcome the world. Kwa maana mimi nimeushinda ulimwengu. Do you see the level of the Lord's conquest? Je, unaona kiwango cha ushindi wa Bwana? Does somebody see the level of God's the Lord's conquest he yes. conquers the whole earth mm-hmm. the whole universe he created alipata kushinda ulimwengu wote dunia yote aliyoyumba he is coming to rubbish the An- conquest of this other guy anakuja kufutilia mbali kabisa ushindi wa huyu mtu mwingine first john chapter 4 verse 4 yohana wa kwanza 4 first john chapter 4 verse 4 you dear children Again, Watoto, turn with me to first John chapter 4 verse 4 if you don't mind. Mara tena geukeni nami katika kitabu cha Yohana wa kwanza mlango wa You dear children. Ninyi watoto wapendwa. Are from God. Mnatoka kwa Mungu. Have overcome them. Nanyi mmewashinda. Because the one who is in you. Kwa sababu yeye aliyendani yenu. Is greater than the one in the world. Ni mkuu kuliko yeye aliye katika ulimwengu. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh yes. Ndiyo. We also have our say now. We have our say. Pia nasi tunalakusema sasa. We also take our victory now. Nasi pia tunachukua ushindi wetu sasa. He cannot be winning in that much. Hawezi kuwa kishinda kiasi hicho. But there's only one problem. Lakini kuna shida moja tu. That the times when he does the things he does. Lakini nyakati zingine ambazo anafanya yale ambayo anayatenda. That time is in the great tribulation. Wakati huo katika dhiki kuu. 
So you know at that time the church has entered into safety. Na basi unajua kwa wakati huo kanisa litakuwa limeingia katika usalama. It is as though the world will be asking you. Ni kana kwamba ulimwengu utakuwa unakuuliza. What did you remain doing here? Ni ni nini ulibaki ukifanya hapa? People have gone. Watu wame. Now look you have to deal with the plagues, the diseases. Sasa tazama lazima ushughulikie mapigo na magonjwa. Revelation chapter 3 verse 21. Ufunao Yohana 3:21. We are now having our say, right? Sasa tunalakusema letu. Anasema to the one who is victorious. Kwa yeye aliyemshindi, I'll give the right to sit with me on my throne. Nitampa haki ya kuketi pamoja nami kwenye kiti changu cha enzi. Just as I was victorious. Kama vile mimi nilivyoshinda. And I sat down with my father. Nikaketi pamoja na baba yangu. On his throne. Kwenye kiti chake cha enzi. Whoever's ears. Let them hear what the spirit says to the churches. Na asikie yale ambayo roho anayaambia makanisa. I have already talked about this throne here, right? Tayari nimeshazungumzia enzi hii hapa. But finally when the devil is terminated. Ya kwamba hatimaye wakati shetani ameangamizwa and he has been put under foot. Naye amewekwa chini ya miguu. Then because right now the Messiah is sharing the throne with God the Father. Kwa sababu sasa Mesia anashiriki uenzi pamoja na Mungu Baba. That is where he is reigning there in his spiritual kingdom. Hapo ndipo anatawala katika ufalme wake wa kiroho. But I'm talking about now when he comes into his own reign and throne. Lakini nazungumzia sasa atakapokuja katika enzi yake mwenyewe na utawala wake mwenyewe. He says, Anasema, when the enemy will have been put under foot like a footstool. Wakati, when I will have made your enemies your footstool. Wakati adui atakuwa amewekwa chini ya miguu. Anasema atakuwa nimeweka maadui zako chini ya miguu yako. Then a glorious throne will be raised for the Messiah in the glorious city. Na kisha enzi ya utukufu litaeniliwa kwa ajili ya Mesia katika mji wa utukufu. That is where there will be other thrones now for you that are victorious. Hapo ndipo kutakuwa na, na enzi zingine hapo kwa ajili ya wenu ambao mtakuwa washindi. So when he says that to you that overcomes is he talking about you overcoming him in the great tribulation? Not at all. He's saying overcoming him now so that you may enter the rapture. Anasema yeye ashindae sasa ili kwamba apate kuingia katika unyakuzi. That you may not play around with this opportunity that is showing up with a lot of warnings. Revelation chapter 17 verse 14. Ufunua Yohana 17:14 blessed people. 14 He says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. They will wage war against the lamb watafanya vita na mwana kondoo but the lamb will triumph over them lakini mwana kondoo atawashinda because he is the lord of lords kwa sababu yeye ni bwana wa mabwana and the king of kings na mfalme wa wafalme and with him will be his called people na yeye atakuwa pamoja na watu wake his chosen one walioitwa wateule and faithful followers na wafuasi wake waaminifu So those victories the antichrist was achieving they are nothing compared to what we have on our side. Those of you that walk in righteousness. Those of you that are lovers of holiness. Somebody can you be shouting uh, archbishop instead of letting me do this? I'm live to the global audience. Just help her. 
so I don't have to say both languages. So this is a very powerful time. And he says Revelation chapter 5 verse 5. We have our say also. He says Then one of the elders said to me Kisha mmoja wale wazee akaniambia Do not weep. Usilie. See. Tazama. The lion of the tribe of Judah. Simba wa kabila la Yuda. The root of David. Wa uzao wa Dawidi. He has triumphed. Ameshinda. And is able to open the scroll. Na anaweza kufunga hizo kitabu na kuvunja hizo la. And pour judgment on the antichrist. Na kumwaga hizo kumo And all those people that follow him. Na hao watu wote wanaomfuata mpinga Kristo. That reject the Lord. Ambao wanamkataa Bwana. So the judgment that is coming is against people that reject the Lord. They reject the grace. And therefore judgment comes. And we say it for us. Even as we are still looking at this stepwise, this first seal, hata tunapoendelea kutazama hatua kwa hatua hii lakini ya kwanza our priorities are right zile vipaumbele yetu ziko sawa because we know kwa sababu twajua that even if you die today ya kwamba hata kama utakufa leo hii and you are holy na wewe ni mtakatifu we simply celebrate you basi sisi tutakusherehekea But when I come to the fourth seal you'll be shocked. You'll be shocked at what you're seeing in your, in your news right now. Because he's called the king of death. The king of terror. You see, you, you see the, the way he has terrorized the whole earth. The rider of the pale horse. But for you people you have nothing to do with this. Even if you die from an accident today, you died holy. You simply say thank you. To leave this place is go be with Christ. To be here is continue serving him, right? And that's why I said. For us we long for the coming of the Messiah. Because we know that is the day when we the faithful ones that have been so faithful to him that have suffered so much abuse and blackmail out of that faithfulness now that day will be recompensed we will be rewarded. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's when you will be compensated. Na hapo ndipo utakapopewa malipo. If you don't remain on the earth, I know some of us have uh, continued journey here, but I'm talking about you that will go into the kingdom of glory. Nazungumzia kuhusu ninyi ambao mtaingia katika ufalme wa utukufu. That's the day you expect your reward the crown of righteousness Hiyo the righteousness you observed when you separated your life and you said I shall live for the Lord Hiyo ndio siku tutatarajia ile utaji ya uhaki ile uhaki ambao uliishi na ukajitenga ukasema kwangu mimi nitaishi na kumtumikia Bwana And number two, that's ya, the day the Lord also comes to vindicate his people. Na ya pili hiyo ndio siku ambayo Bwana anakuja kudhibitisha watu wake Look For you now to be able to say We were right. Look now we were right. Because now the hidden secret of your holy life that you led 
in this church kwa sababu sirifiche za maisha yako matakatifu ambayo uliishi katika kanisa hili that is the day the atheist world the unbelieving world will see oh so there was a treasure in the holy life he led hiyo ndio siku wale makafidi na wasiomwamini Mungu atasema oh kumbe kulikuwa na hazina katika maisha ambayo aliishi maisha, maisha ya utakatifu ambayo maisha ya utakatifu ambayo aliishi They will finally see the concealed secret that always made you restrain yourself. They tell you let's go do this and you say no I'm not able to do that I'm born again. Let's go and eat have a meal uh, together on a Friday what? You say no 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 I'll just read the Bible I'm fasting. Ndiyo. Then they will be able to discover the hidden secret that was inside that holy living. Hiyo ndio siku atapata kugundua ile sirificha ya kuishi katika hiyo maisha matakatifu mle ndani. No. La. Let us keep soldiering on. Hebu tuendelee kusonga mbele. For us we don't fear nothing. Kwetu sisi hatuogopi chochote. When we hear the Messiah is coming. Tunaposikia kwamba Mesia When we see the coronavirus. Tunapona virusi vya corona. We know that wow our deli- the Bible says then look up and say and lift up your hands because your deliverance is nearer now. Biblia nasema basi mtakapoona hayo tazameni juu ni wenu macho yenu maana ukombozi wenu umekaribia sasa. Because there are some things that God does that you have no power to change. Kwa sababu kuna mambo ambayo Bwana anayatenda na hauna nguvu yoyote ya kuibadilisha. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So for us we're looking to, to, to the coming of the Messiah. Na hivyo basi kwetu sisi tunatazamia sana kuja kwa Mesia. Because we know that is the day you will be faith you will be rewarded for your faithfulness. Kwa sababu tunajua hiyo ndio siku ambayo utapewa dhawabu na kulipwa kwa ajili ya uaminifu wako. When you left as a surgeon when you decided to leave your work as a surgeon and come now to just minister and pastor forever and some people thought you are totally crazy and you have lost it, right? Wakati uliamua kuacha kazi yako kama daktari mpasuaji na ukaanza kumtumikia Bwana watu wengine wakafikiria kwamba wewe ni mwenda wazimu. No, you told them no, don't take me there. Don't take me to the valley. Eh? Don't take me there. He said I know what I'm doing. But that is the day when people will understand. Wow. So there was a day called the rapture. People are waiting for. Whoa, I wish I'd known. But they have known because this broadcast is live. Hiyo ndio siku watu watasema ah light gani ningelijua kwamba kumbe kulikuwa na siku inaitwa unyakuzi. Light gani ningepata kujua? For us we are looking forward to the coming of the Lord. Kwetu sisi tunatazamia kuja kwake kwa Bwana. Because we also look forward to a day when Satan will be bound in our eyes. The, the angel will appear with chain, right? And the key one chain on one hand and a key on the other hand and then he will ask us which one which one is he which one and then you rise up between that one. you mean it's this one here then okay let me let me tackle him for you and immediately without any contest tie him in, and chain him and lock it and put on his back and walk with him in the general direction of hell and crush him into the bottomless pit as you people vikelegele will be itawaka will be in the air right vikelegele itakuwa hewani You also look for the day when the devil will be told excuse me You can't get away with this kind of abuses you've been doing forever right Ambaye shetani ataamoni huyu radhi hauwezi kaendelea tena na matukano hayo yote ambayo umekuwa nayo uwezi endelea nayo milele Matusi Matusi This really people have a problem these are simple things right So you see Waona We are looking forward tunatazamia siku ambayo atakuja and removes you from the world full of coronavirus na kuondoa kutoka kwa ulimwengu ambao umejaa na virusi vya corona how many want to walk out of this world that has coronavirus ni wangapi wanataka kuondoka ulimwengu huu ambao umejaa na virusi vya corona okay then i can see that you guys are in the same book in the same page with me 
basi inaezaona ninyi watu mko katika kosa moja anyway. kitabu moja na kifungu kimoja pamoja nami same verse kwa sababu anasema for us we know that the kingdom like i said in the beginning we are looking forward to when israel will be restored i talked about it the first preamble was on the, this mission why is the coronavirus here why is the plague of locust here what does it portend what does it say then i say it is pointing towards the dispensation called the tribulation and the great tribulation which is around the corner and is warning it is a generation a dispensation and is telling them look be careful the danger is coming and in that dispensation is about Israel the redemption of Israel the revival of Israel and there's so much happening there that you cannot bear Sema tu venye umeokoka Nami nimesema kama vile nilivyosema katika awamu ile ya kwanza ya kwamba matukio haya na majira haya sasa ya virusi vya korona ambayo imeenea sana yazungumzia kuhusu ukombozi wa Israeli na kupata kuokolewa kwa Israeli Yanaongea yana kuhusu ukombozi wa Israeli lakini yanaongea yana kuhusu yale majira ambayo alikokokona kabisa lile la dhiki na dhiki kuu ambalo itakuwa ni mgumu sana hata kwa budu itakuwa imezimwa Yes na pia bwana atakuwa na shughuli kubwa sana ya kukomboa Israeli na pia kuleta ufalme wa mbinguni hapa. Even to install the kingdom of God you know the people abroad really are depending on me I cannot be going to Swahili. So so what what is happening is amazing. For us it's a, very, it's a very critical time. When the church has to prepare in earnest. When you now see New York City. The governor of New York City. He's saying we are looking we are scouting all over the world looking for 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 for, for, for masks. That is a first world country. For Christ's sake that is number one country in the world. And then you begin to understand. That this earth will come to an end. Ya kwamba dunia hii itafika mwisho. It will not last forever. Haitatalia milele. When you see the biggest countries, you know, the countries that are really really top in the world, the most developed like Italy. Those are top top countries the, on earth, Italy. Top in the world, best technology and best everything. Unapona mataifa kama Italy ambayo yameendelea sana ni yenye ngazi za juu sana katika ulimwengu wote, wana teknolojia bora zaidi sana. And then to see them overwhelmed. Na kupata kuona sasa wakiwa wamelemewa. And to see them crying like now they are looking for a savior. Na kuona wakilia sasa ni kama wanatafuta mwokozi. Then you begin to understand the just a moment. Kisha unaanza kuelewa na kusema ngoja This world with all its quote in quote beauties and what have you. Ulimwengu huu. The goodness and the treasures it has and the technology. Ulimwengu huu na vitu vyote vizuri katika mabano ilivyonayo mapambo yote mazuri yote na teknolojia yote. It is coming to an end. Inafikia mwisho. Because there is no prophecy I think this is probably the biggest prophecy I've given that has totally overwhelmed the entire earth. The biggest ever, isn't it? This is the biggest ever ever since the Lord sent me this the biggest prophecy ever that the one of the coronavirus this is the biggest ever that I have given. This prophecy here is the biggest ever that I have ever given that has shaken the entire earth to the bottom of its core and left humanity in such a desperate situation simply looking for help from beyond the earth because when you look at top countries like the US they have the national institutes of health they have the the the, the, the money china those are superpowers 
but totally brought to the ground totally devastated and humbled because we're saying then how much more when it comes to Kenya because here the healthcare systems here the healthcare systems are quite weak only the Lord Jehovah has to watch over this country now these, uh, these uh, poor countries developing countries but thank God we have the cloud of God in this country And this is our Savior, our Redeemer, our present help. And He's the one that sent me to give that prophecy. Hallelujah. And so the earth is reaching a place where man has to be man and God has to be God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh yes. Ndiyo. What I've just said is that we are now reaching a place where it will not matter whether you are first world or developing world. What will matter is one thing. Are you born again? Because even if coronavirus was to pour somewhere here in kwa this city, in sab- this place, even where we are now, with those masks you have and gloves eh? and sitting three meters away from each other like this even if let's say coronavirus comes what is it that will matter? are you born again? Because once you have Christ Jesus, everything else doesn't matter. Whether you go before this day, or today, or tomorrow, it doesn't matter. All that matters, you are going into the kingdom of glory. While the rest will be going to torment, because you will see that the ride of the pale horse, there is hate following him, harvesting those who have refused Jesus. As he's bringing, he's leaving a trail of graves. You will see when I get the fourth seal. You will see that when the ride of the pale horse is running across the earth like this, just help each other. Thank you. Yes, so. So no. So you will see that when he's running across the earth like this. No 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 no. If you see that he's running the way he's running across the earth now, you you, you realize there is hate. You will see that there is hate following him, harvesting the souls of those who have not received Christ and taking them to hell. This is a very serious time. This is a moment of reckoning. And it does not matter whether you're in the first world or not. What matters? Did you have Jesus in your heart? Did you have Jesus in your heart? Before the virus shut you down. 
because a trillion years eternity is a very long time kwa sababu miaka trillion imelele wakati mwingi sana a trillion years eternity has not yet begun miaka trillion hata umilele bado haujaanza but i'm saying lakini nasema when he says that we too have our victory in christ jesus nakosema kwamba ninasipia tunao ushindi wetu katika kristo yesu because he conquered the world kwa sababu aliushinda ulimwengu he saying that victory we are executing it right now it's not in the great tribulation anasema ushindi huo sasa tuautekeleza sasa hivi hauko katika we are executing it by overcoming just now 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 that when the rapture happens you enter heaven tunaitekeleza sasa ili kwamba unyakuzi utakapotendeka upate kuingia mbinguni overcoming sin kushinda dhambi that should be the key mission when you look at the news or the situation about the coronavirus the first thing that should strike you is how is my salvation unapotazama habari na kuhusu hata virusi vya ukimwi virusi vya virusi vya corona kitu cha kwanza ambacho unapaswa kujiuliza ni je wokovu wangu uko vipi Revelation chapter 5 verse 5. Ufunua Yohana 5:5. He says. Anasema. Then one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. See the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David has triumphed and is able to open the scroll and his seven seals. Kisha mmoja wale wazee akaniambia, Usilie. Tazama simba wa kabila la Yuda ana uwezo wa uzao wa Daudi ameshinda ili kwamba aweze kulifungua hicho kitabu na kuvunja hizo lakiri zake saba verse 9 says nao wakaimba wimbo mpya wakisema you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals wewe wasaili kukitoa kitabu na kuzivunja lakiri zake because you were slain kwa sababu wewe ulichinjwa and with your blood you purchased for God persons from every tribe na kwa damu yako ukamnulia Mungu watu kutoka katika kila kabila and language kila lugha and people kila jamaa and nation na kila taifa you have made them into a kingdom wewe umewafanya wawe ufalme and priests na makuhani to serve our god and they will reign on the earth forever na watamiliki katika dunia milele yote so look at the triumph of the christ basi tazama ushindi kushinda kwa kristo he purchases all of you aliwanunua ninyi nyote for eternity kwa ajili ya umilele that is what i call the grand victory hiyo ndio inaitwa ushindi wa kilele zaidi the grand victory ushindi wa kilele zaidi because the antichrist comes kwa sababu mpinga kristo anakuja also to win the world pia kushinda ulimwengu after the church is taken away baada ya kanisa kuchukuliwa but you will not be there right lakini ninyi hamtakuepo can we look at another aspect before i close this and open a new undertaking so he carries a bow anabeba upinde why we know that the messiah carries a sword tunasi tunajua kwamba mesia anabeba upanga Are we together? Jetuko pamoja. He carries the bow while the Messiah comes the sword from his tongue. Yeye anabeba upinde lakini Mesia anabeba anaupanga kutoka kwa pumzi yake. John chapter 5 verse 43. Yohana 5:43. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are going to have an evening session too, right? We'll have a short break and then come back for another 3-4 hours because I want to make sure today if I can try you can really try and get into the second and the third seal especially right now ahead of me here uh, so, so, so. is uh, 
ahead of me here right now is the great tribulation. And so I want also to handle the great tribulation. Because it falls right within the jurisdiction of the Antichrist. So that once that is said unto you, you are able to develop your deterrence, you are able to restrain yourself, you are able to polish yourself. Because right now we are simply talking about the personality. We have not talked about what he does there. The slaughtering, beheading of Christians. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Saizi naongea tu kuhusu. Thank you. Kuhusu mpinga Kristo vile atakuwa na utu wake. Lakini mbele hapa tutaongea kuhusu nyakati za dhiki na dhiki kuu. Na utaona ya kwamba kwa tabia zake tu saizi ambazo tunazitazama saizi. Unaweza kaona kwamba huyu ni jamaa mbaya sana. Utaki kuwa kwenye enzi yake. Atakuumiza sana. Lakini pia baadaye tutaangalia dhiki kuu dhiki na dhiki kuu wakati sasa atakuwa enzini na utaona ya kwamba mambo yatakuwa mrama pale sana yataharibika sana haswa sana kuhusu kuabudu kwa maana utalazimisha kuabudu nyoka shetani na hakuna mkristo yote hakuna binadamu yoyote anaweza kapenda akachagua kuabudu shetani na hata wale ambao hawatapenda kuabudu shetani mtalazimishwa kuabudu shetani atakuwa na mamlaka nyingine cha cha shetani sana cha ushetani sana haleluya and so the book of john chapter 5 we're looking at he carries a bow the messiah carries a sword because he's we're looking at the instruments he, wa- he wants to use to attain the conquest haleluya are we still together i i love the word i wish i can be given a week to preach I really love the word because this is what's enlightening the church because I've not we've not even touched the fourth seal but you can see that there's so much enlightenment enlightenment already so much enlightenment has come about what you see in your news already now Napenda neno maana hii ndio ile ambaye inajulisha na kupea nuru kanisa na kujulisha kanisa kuhusu yale yote Because now you realize Maana sasa unagundua that what you're seeing in your news is meant to transmit a message to you an instruction right ya kwamba yale ambayo yanaonyesha katika habari zenu yanapaswa kuupeana ujumbe na maagizo so the christians have to raise their heads above the water na ndio sababu sasa wakristo wanapaswa kwa imara na kuinua vichwa vyao juu ya maji so that you don't dip your water with the rest you raise above the water and you ask just a moment wasn't this a prophecy from the lord what is the instruction what is the message na ujiulize ngoja kidogo si huu ulikuwa ni unabi wa bwana ambao ulipeanwa na maagizo ni yapi ujumbe ni upi na ujumbe wenyewe tunaijua kwamba messiah yu haja mtaelesheni mapito mioyoni mwenu tutembee kwenye uokovu mpokee yesu kabisa vyema muokoke vyema kabisa na mtembee kwenye utakatifu na mtaibika tena milele isn't it? Hallelujah. John chapter 5:43. Yohana mlango wa 5 mstari wa 43. He says. Yes, asema. 43 says, I have come in my father's name. Mimi nimekuja kwa jina la baba yangu. And you do not accept me. Nanyi mkunipokea. But if someone else comes someone else comes in his own name. Lakini mtu mwingine akija kwa jina lake mwenyewe. You will accept him. Ninyi mtampokea. Do you understand what he was talking about there? Je, unaelewa yale ambayo alikuwa anazungumzia hapo? Who was coming? 
And yet I came in the name of the Lord. I raised cripples here. I raised Lazarus from the grave. And yet, you have rejected me. And yet I know that someone is coming in his own name. And you do the peace treaty with him. Believe him. And accept him. His name is the Antichrist. Are we still walking together? Powerful service here tonight, right? Can we, t- we, we let, after this I need to take a short break, right? Because eventually I come to the breaking of the first seal, really still handling the Antichrist. Please, if you don't mind. And then after that I'll be able now to slowly transcede. Slowly begin now to enter the great tribulation. And then I will enter the second seal. Third seal. And then I will enter the coronavirus, the fourth seal. But you are you seeing the connection of this ministry and the creatures at the throne? The ministry you are in, these two servants, because this is a direct instruction. That's why you see the pillar of cloud comes from heaven and points on me, on my head as I'm walking like this. The Lord is making all statements that He comes from the throne up here. His instruction is from here. His command central is up here. He's being commanded from up here. Please listen to Him. That is Him. I'm pointing the universe to Him. What an awesome generation, right? You have no reason for being lost or for going to, to worship the Antichrist and Kusujudu. It's called Kusujudu, right? Before him. Is that something you want to do really? No. Because that time you can be sure these two prophets will be striking the earth with unbelievable diseases. Unbelievable. Equal to the amount of grievousness of what they do, right? Are we together on that? Everybody is not young here now anymore. And he says the book of Second Thessalonians chapter chapter two verses six to seven, right? Are we still there? Second Thessalonians. What Thessalonica wapili? Chapter two. Mlango wake ni wapili. Verses six to seven. Mustari wake wasita na wasaba. I am reading from verse six. And now you know what is holding him back, so that he may. Are we together? Can I wait for anybody? Are we ready? Because today we don't have many people here, right? Again, Second Thessalonians. Chapter two, six and seven, right? And I'm reading now. And now you know what is holding him back, so that he may be revealed at the proper time. For the secret power of lawlessness is already at work. But the one who holds him back will continue to do so until he is taken out of the way. 
Ndani sasa mnajua kinachomzuia ili kwamba apate kudhihirishwa wakati wake utakapowadia maana ile nguvu ya siri ya uasi tayari inatenda kazi lakini yule anayezuia ataendelea kufanya hivyo mpaka atakapoondolewa And then verse 8 is now when he is the son of perdition when finally he will be revealed over there the one the messiah will overthrow right Mstari wa nane sasa ni wakati yule mwana uharibifu atakapofunuliwa na kudhihirishwa hapo sasa Zechariah chapter 11 verse 16 are you together with me because we are about to take a short break Zechariah chapter 7 that's chapter 11 16 sorry Zechariah Zechariah mlango wa 11 Mstari wake wa 16. For I'm going to raise up a shepherd over the land who will not care for the lost or sick the young or heal the injured or feed the healthy but will eat the meat of the choice sheep tearing off their hooves kwa maana ninakwenda kumuinua mchungaji juu ya nchi hata mjali aliyepotea kuwatafuta wale wachanga au kuwaponya wale waliojeruhiwa wala kuwalisha wenye afya lakini atakula nyama ya kondoo wa nono na kuzirarua kwato zao can i repeat it can i read it again jeneza isoma mara tena verse 16 of zechariah 11 when he's talk about the antichrist that is coming with this bow and he says yes, for i am going to raise up a shepherd mana, over the land nchi, who will not care for the lost liopotea, or seek the young wachanga, or heal the injured or feed the healthy but he will eat the meat of the choice sheep lakini atakula nyama ya kondoo wa nono tearing off their hooves na kuzirarua kwato zao <laughs> if that is supposed to be the antichrist i think all of you have resigned today <laughs> i know we are live on air now she cut it i know she cut it immediately at that point <laughs> that's why i said i want to spend some time on the antichrist na ndo sababu nilisema nataka muda kabisa nizungumzie kumhusu mpinga kristo but when i talk about the antichrist na kwamba naponena kumhusu mpinga kristo then now you are able to make some determinations in your life na sasa mtafanya uamuzi fulani katika maisha yenu i mean there are some no go zones even now as i speak i think there are already decisions being made right kunazo maeneo ambayo haupasi kwenda kabisa hata sasa naponena kunayo maumuzi ambayo yanafanywa kwa sababu anasema that he's going to raise up a shepherd of this nature ya kwamba kinoa mchungaji wa aina hii for i am going to raise up a shepherd over the land who will not care for the lost or seek the young 
or seek the angata kutafuta wadogo ok so I, I just need to read this you have a bible there for I am going to raise up a shepherd over the land who will not care for the lost or seek the young or heal the injured or feed even the healthy but he will eat the meat of the choicest sheep tearing off their hooves so do you still want to remain in that dispensation of this shepherd and that's why I said I have to discuss with you the antichrist to bring him to you before I bring his actions which are already becoming very evident here in that dispensation na ndio sababu nilisema nitapata kuwafunulia na kuelezea kumhusu mpinga Kristo kabla hata kuhusiana na matukio yake kama haya ambayo yamezungumzwa na kutajwa hapa So do you see how the Bible already talked about him and what he would undertake the things he would do the, the brutality with which he would execute his mandate right na hata kupata kutambua jinsi vile Biblia imemzungumzia na jinsi vile atafanya atekeleza kazi yake kwa ukatili mwingi kabisa And so again Daniel chapter 8 The Antichrist I wanted to really dwell on this blessed people that you may be able to see the danger that the coronavirus is blinking red for you Ili kwamba mpate kutambua na kujua zile hatari ambazo virusi vya corona inawaongezesheni na kuangaza kwenu The coronavirus is simply warning a generation about an oncoming say right oncoming an oncoming dispensation Virusi vya corona vinaonya kanisa kuhusu majira ambayo yanakuja moja kwa moja Warning a dispensation Na kulionya kulionya kizazi Warning, warning a generation. Na kulionya kizazi. Be careful now. Na kusema makinikeni sasa. Such plagues and bigger are in the dispensation that is coming. Mapigo kama haya na makubwa zaidi yako katika majira ambayo ni dhiki kuu inayokuja. Prepare now for the rapture. Jiandaeni sasa kwa ajili ya unyakuzi. Because the church is not meant to go through this. Kwa sababu kanisa lipaswi kupitia haya yote. The church will be taken up before the wrath comes. Kanisa litanyakuliwa na kuchukuliwa juu kabla ya ghadhabu kuja. I have seen the glorious tears, Lord. Nimeziona ngazi za utukufu ambazo zimeshushwa. The glory I have prophesied the glory I called God the Father and God the Father visited this blessed country called Kenya. Nilimuita Mungu Baba naye akashuka akatembelea taifa hili libarikiwa liitwalo Kenya. And creepers have walked in this land. Na viweta wametembea katika nchi hii. What more look look over there. What Hazana. more what more are you waiting for? Je, ni nini zaidi mnangojea? Before you make a decision on righteous living, holy living. Kabla ya kufanya uamuzi kuhusu maisha matakatifu na maisha ya uhaki. Daniel chapter 8. Danieli mlango ni wa From 23. Kuanzia 23. Still talk about the antichrist. Bado anaendelea kumhusu mpinga Kristo. Up to 26. Hadi 26. He says in the latter part of their reign. Nasema katika sehemu ya mwisho ya utawala wao. When the rebels have become completely wicked wakati wasi watakapokuwa waovu kabisa a fierce looking king mfalme mwenye uso mkali a master of intrigue na study wa hila will arise atainuka he will become very strong 
atakuwa mwenye nguvu nyingi but not by his own power lakini si kwa uwezo wake mwenyewe he will cause astounding devastation atasababisha uharibifu wa kutisha and will succeed in whatever he does naye atafanikiwa kwa chochote anachofanya he will destroy those who are mighty the holy people atawaangamiza watu maarufu na watu watakatifu he will cause deceit to prosper atasababisha udanganyifu ustawi and he will consider himself superior naye atajihesabu kuwa kuwa mwenye bora and when they feel just secure like this na wakati tu And when they feel secure, na wakati wasikiapo kuwa wako salama, he will destroy many. Atawaangamiza wengi. And take his stand na kushinda against the prince of princes. Dhidi ya mkuu wa wakuu. That is the prince of peace. That is the Messiah. That's the Christ, the prince of princes. Huyo ni mfalme wa amani ambaye ni Mesia. Yet he will be destroyed. Lakini ataangamizwa. But not by human hands. Isipokuwa si kwa uwezo wa mwanadamu. Do you still want to operate in that dispensation blessed people? Je, bado nataka kubakia na kufanya kazi katika majira haya watu wabarikiwa. You can see how dreadful it will be. Waweza kuona jinsi vile itakuwa ya kutisha zaidi. I'm simply focusing on unveiling the antichrist. Ninazinga tia kuhusu kumfunua zaidi kumpinga Kristo that you may be able to understand how dreadful it is ili kwamba mpate kuelewa jinsi vile itakuwa ni hatari na kutisha zaidi and the way he executes his mission in the tribulation and the great tribulation na jinsi vile atatekeleza misheni yake katika dhiki na dhiki kuu and during that time na katika wakati huo you can be sure that this prophet here and the other prophet they will be striking the earth with as many plagues as they want waweza kuwa na uhakika kabisa kwamba ni nabii huyu na nabii huyu mwingine kwa kiigonga dunia na mapigo mengi kabisa so even when they want hold those uh, those uh, devil worship sessions of theirs they will not be able sometimes because there will be such a situation watakapotaka kufanya zile ibada zao za kuabudu shetani hawataweza wakati mwingine maana wakati itakuwa ni wakati wa kutisha zaidi still calling them giving them a last call bado kuwaita na kuwapatia mwito wa mwisho to come to the knowledge of the Christ. Ya kupata kuja kumfahamu na kumjua Kristo. So, you see now, he comes with the bow to do these things I've just read. Basi waona sasa nakuja na upinde atende mambo haya ambayo nimeyasoma tu. From John chapter 5:43 kutoka Yohana 5:43 to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2:6 and 7 hadi wa Thessalonika wa 2:6 hadi 7 up to 8 hadi nane and also revelation chapter 19 verse 20 let's read it revelation 19 verse 20 he also does that verse 20 he says here but the beast was captured lakini yule mnyama akakamatwa and with it the false prophet pamoja na huyo nabii wa uongo who had performed the signs on his behalf ambaye alikuwa amefanya ishara kwa niaba ya huyo mnyama with these signs na ambaye katika ishara hizi he had deluded those who had received the mark of the beast aliwadanganya wale waliopokea chapa ya huyo mnyama and worshiped its image na kuiabudu sanamu yake the two of them hawa wawili were thrown alive wakatupwa wakiwa hai into the fiery lake of burning sulfur ndani ya ziwa la moto liwakalo kwa kiberiti the rest were killed with the sword coming out of the mouth of the king that's riding on the horse wale waliosalia waliuawa kwa upanga ukitoka kijani mwa yule aliyekuwa amempanda huyo farasi mweupe 
and all the birds gorge themselves on their flesh. Nao ndege wote wakajishibisha kwa nyama yao. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so now can I look at the, the Messiah with his sword because we have been looking at one side uh, the antichrist with the bow. Can I look at the Messiah with his sword before we take our last break but for the next session? Naweza tutasema kumhusu Mesia akiwa na upanga wake maana tumekuwa tukimtazama mpinga Kristo akiwa na upinde wake. So the book of Re- now the Messiah with the sword. Na sasa Mesia akiwa na, up- na upanga wake. Both of them coming for conquest to conquer. Wote wawili wakija kwa ajili ya kupata ushindi na kushinda. The counterfeiting is what I'm fit- uh, fo- focusing on how the antichrist forms the counterfeit na on the Christ. Ule upinzani ambao mpinga Kristo anajaribu hata kufanya katika kumpinga Kristo. Ah, saizi tunatazama vile wacha niongee thank you saizi tangu tuanze tunatazama vile mpinga Kristo anajaribu kupinga Kristo na ile njia yake kupinga Kristo ni kufanya uongo kujifanya ya kwamba yeye ndiye Kristo yeah, vile anajifanya ya kwamba kwa uongo ya kwamba yeye ndiye Kristo kudanganya wengi hilo ndio tumekuwa tukilitazama na kuangaza tangu tuanze uh, muda chache iliyopita ndio So now the book of the, with the sword the book of revelation chapter 19:17 to 21 Ufunua Yohana 19:17-21 He said and I saw an angel standing in the sun Anasema nami nikamona malaika amesimama ndani ya kwenye jua Who cried in a loud voice to all the birds flying in midair Akaita ndege wote warukao angani kwa sauti kuu Come Johnny gather together for the great supper of God verse 18 so that you may eat the flesh of the kings generals and the mighty of horses and their riders and the flesh of all the people free and slave great and small and I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered to wage war against the rider of the horse and his army but, but the beast was captured I don't know whether you are aware of what happens in verse 19 verse 19 is when the messiah has come with the sword to strike the nations. Mstari wa 19 ni ndipo hapo Mesia amekuja na upanga wake ili kwamba kuyaua na kuangamiza mataifa. Do you remember the Iranian nuclear war that I prophesied in 2005 until now is going to happen? It's not yet happened, it's going to happen. The Iran the Iran nuclear war. Ile vita vya kinuclear ya Iran. Ambao nilitabi that I prophesied the year 2005 that becomes one of the most historic battles in the history of this planet ambayo ikafanyika mojawapo ya vita vya kihistoria sana katika tayari hii ya dunia it has not yet happened bado haijatendeka and so you see the russian involvement around that region for some time now right na basi waona wale wa Urusi wakihusika katika eneo hilo kwa muda sana. Syria they engaging with Turkey and so forth. I hope you guys a bit you watch things with your spiritual eyes. Natumai ninyi watu mwatazama vitu na macho yenu ya kiroho. And they getting involved there. 
na wanaohusika hapo and so um eventually you are also following the Benjamin Netanyahu two prophecy and how there are several developments until Benny Gantz has now surrendered to him to form a unity government which i think he formed yesterday right so so i hope you are following that prophecy of 2004 that i am the one who spoke Benjamin Netanyahu into the throne 2004 and i said it would be Benjamin Netanyahu two because Benjamin Netanyahu one happened when i was there And so utasemata fadhala tandogodogo thank you I really want to be in the English speaking Nilitabiri kuhusu utawala wa Benjamin Netanyahu wa pili na sasa maona matukio yanavyoendelea hadi sasa yule Benny Gantz amepata kujisalimisha utawala kwake yeye Benjamin Netanyahu And so there is so much development if you follow the prophecies that this prophet gives there's so much development within the sin the global sin na kunayo matukio matukio makuu sana matukio makubwa and so all this will happen na hivyo basi haya yote yatatendeka and so this war in verse 19 is when the messiah now comes to strike the nations with the sword from his tongue na hivyo basi vita hivi katika mstari wa 18 ndipo pale ambapo mesia atapata kuiangamiza mataifa kwa upanga utokao kutoka kwa kinywa mchake the beast was captured and with it the false prophet who had performed signs yule mnyama akakamatwa pamoja na huyo nabii wa uongo ambaye alikuwa amefanya ishara kwa niaba yake and then you see he says um, with with this sign they deluded those who had received the mark of the beast ambaye kwa ishara hizi aliwadanganya wale waliopokea chapa ya huyo mnyama and worshiped it na kuiabudu and so you see that they are thrown into the lake of fire basi unaona kwamba wanatupwa katika ziwa la moto so who is it that has the last laugh ni nani aliye na ile nusu la moto the real victory ni nani aliye anapata ushindi the messiah right messiah the messiah this is very powerful even as he tries to counterfeit the messiah comes to finish the game right ni hata kama anajaribu kufanya kubandia ni messiah anayekuja na ushindi wa kilele ushindi wa mwisho the last aspect before we take a break is that The Antichrist will try to make a peace covenant. We read that. Let's just read it because we are talking in this context. Kipengele cha mwisho ambao tunaona ni kwamba atajaribu kufanya ile amani ya bandia. Wacha tusome. Atafanya. He will make it. He will make it. He will be he will make a peace treaty. Atafanya makubaliano ya amani. And so let us see. Ndio basi hebu tuone. And then we'll compare with the Messiah. Na kisha tutamlinganisha na Messiah. Daniel chapter 9:27. Danieli 9:27 He says the following He said he will confirm a covenant with many for one seven Daniel chapter 9:27 we ready to ready He says he will confirm a covenant with many for one seven Huyo mtawala atadhibitisha agano na watu wengi kwa juma moja In the middle of the seven he will put an end to the sacrifice and the daily offering katikati ya jumahilo atakomesha dhabihu na sadaka and at the temple he will set up an abomination that causes desolation na mahali pa kudhabihu katika hekalu atasimamisha chukizo la uharibifu hadi mwisho ulioamriwa until the end that has been decreed is poured out on him hadi mwisho uliamuriwa utakapomiminwa juu yake why does his peace treaty fail so that it resorts to violence within the half of that last seven 
ni kwa nini ma- mapatano ya amani yake haifanyi kama vile alivyotaka kati ya hiyo nusu ya mwisho because it's a piece of man kwa sababu ni amani ya wanadamu and it's built on lies and deception imegemezwa katika udanganyifu na uongo and he comes to build the peace on behalf of the devil really naye anakuja kuweka na kuleta amani kwa niaba ya shetani can we look at the peace treaty that the messiah makes je tuweza kutazama ile makubaliano amani ambayo mesia anafanya the book of ezekiel kitabu cha ezekiel turn with turn with me to ezekiel 34 Yeukanami kitabu cha Ezekieli 34 And we see the peace treaty the Messiah brings forth. Na tuone makubaliano ya amani ambayo Mesia analeta. From verse 23. Kuanzia mstari wa 23. Are we ready? Again Ezekiel chapter 34. Mara tena Ezekieli mlango wa 34. 23 all the way to 30. Mstari wa 23 hadi 30. Let us compare the peace treaty that the Antichrist does with the one that my Lord the Messiah executes. Hebu tulinganishe ile mapatano ya amani ambayo mpinga Kristo analeta na ile ambayo Bwana wangu Mesia analeta. Are we ready? Je, tuko tayari? I hear no nothing. Thank you. Let's move on. 23 says, I will place over them one shepherd, my servant David. Nitaweka juu yao mchungaji mmoja, mtumishi wangu Daudi. And he will tend them. Naye atawachunga. He will tend them and be their shepherd. Atawachunga na kuwa mchungaji wao. I the Lord will be their God. Mimi Bwana nitakuwa Mungu wao. And my servant David will be prince among them. Naye mtumishi wangu Daudi atakuwa mkuu miongoni mwao. I the Lord have spoken. Mimi Bwana nimenena. Verse 25 of Ezekiel 34. Mstari wa 25 Ezekiel 34. I will make a covenant of peace with them. Nitafanya nao agano la amani. And rid the land of the savage beasts. Na kuwaondoa wanyama wa mwituni. So that they may live in the wilderness and sleep in the forest in safety. Ili kondo wangu waweze kupumzika nyikani na msituni kwa salama. Can you imagine that type of peace where you say tonight I just want to go into Karura forest and sleep there. Unaweza wazia uh, kiwango hicho cha amani ambao unaweza sema nataka kwenda katika msituni wa Karura na kulala tu huko. Verse 26. 26. I'll make them and the places surrounding my hill a blessing. Nitawabariki wao pamoja na maeneo yanayozunguka katika kilima changu. I'll send down showers of season showers in season nitawanyoshea mvua kwa majira yake there will be showers of blessings kutakuwepo mvua za baraka verse 27 27 the trees will yield their fruit miti ya shambani itatoa matunda yake and the ground yield its crops na ardhi itatoa mazao yake and the people will be secure in their land watu watakaa salama katika nchi yao they will not they will know that i am the lord Watajua kuwa mimi ndimi Bwana. When I break the bars of their yoke. Nitakapovunja vifungo vya nira zao. And rescue them from the hands of those who had, had enslaved them. Na kuwaokoa kutoka katika mikono ya wale waliowafanya watumwa. Verse 28. They will no longer be plundered by the nations. Hawatatekwa tena nyara na mataifa. Nor will wild animals devour them. 
wala wanyamapori hawatawatawala tena they will live in safety wataishi kwa salama and no one will make them afraid wala hakuna yeyote atakayewafanya wahofu wa i will provide for them a land renowned for its crops nitawapa nchi yenye sifa kutokana na mazao yake and they will no longer be victims of famine in the land hawatapatwa na njaa katika nchi tena obey the scorn of the nations wala hawatadharauliwa na mataifa then they will know that i the lord their god i am with them ndipo watakapojua kuwa mimi bwana mungu wao niko pamoja nao and that they the israelites are my people na yakuwa wao nyumba ya Israeli ni watu wangu declares the sovereign lord asema bwana mwenyezi you are my sheep ninyi ni kondoo wangu the sheep of my pasture na kondoo wa malisho yangu and i am your god ni, mimi ni mungu wenu declares the sovereign lord asema bwana mwenyezi you can imagine this type of peace unaweza kuwazia aina hii ya amani everlasting peace amani ya milele yote and it's a kind of peace that fits in very well with the blessing he promised abraham na ni aina ya amani ambayo inaambatana kabisa na kuingiliana na baraka alizomwaahidia abrahamu that when he would give him a land he would also make sure he secured his the security he gave the security of the land ya kwamba ukimpa ardhi pia atahakikisha usalama usalama wa ardhi hiyo when the lord reenacted that covenant with david the one he gave abraham he revisited it with david he still emphasized the land and the security of the land wakati bwana aliweka tena hiyo agano pamoja na daudi ana kwamba kuhusu ardhi ukimpa ardhi atahakikisha usalama wa ardhi hiyo that even there as you stay in that land you will be secure he took care of security also na ya kwamba hata mtakapoishi katika nchi hiyo atahakikisha usalama usalama kabisa And so it's very important blessed people. Naivyo basi ni muhimu sana watu wabarikiwa. At this moment in time. Kwa wakati huu sasa. To understand. Kuelewa. That the Lord is speaking so clearly about the dispensation coming. Ya kwamba Bwana ananena kwa ubayana sana kuhusu majira yanayokuja. You see that there is a dispensation that will be characterized by lots of plagues and diseases. Waona kutakuwa na majira ambayo yanakuja ambayo itapata kubainishwa na mapigo mengi na magonjwa mengi and uh, you don't want to be in that dispensation na hautaki kuwa katika majira hayo because what you are seeing right now with the coronavirus kwa sababu mnayaona sasa kuhusiana na virusi vya corona is simply the beginning of bad pain ni kimsingi ni mwanzo wa utungu it is going to get worse inaenda kuwa mbaya zaidi and so i want us to take a short break when we come back we'll wind down on some introduction here some little work on antiochus we'll wind down on those forerunners and then finally now we'll get to the great tribulation. Na sasa nataka tuchukue mafumzi kwa kidogo na kisha tutakaporudi tutamalizia kuhusu utangulizi ambao tuko nao na hata kuhusu Antioka na pia kumalizia kumuhusu utangulizi huo wote. And so we'll now go into the great tribulation also. Na kisha sasa tupate kuingia katika dhiki kuu pia. Because that is really the dispensation that this disease is warning the whole earth against kwa sababu kwa hakika hayo ndio majira ambayo ugonjwa huu inaonya kizazi hiki kuihusu dhidi yake and we saw today na tuliona leo hii that is important at this hour ya kwamba ni muhimu sana kwa wakati huu that the church stay above the storm ya kwamba kanisa lipate kuwa juu ya mawimbi and reason well 
na kupata kusimamizana kufikiria bema kabisa na kuchukua ujumbe kutoka kwa utata wa kote kote ulimwenguni ambao umeona sasa na ya kwamba wakati yote yametendeka na kufanyika you may see the glorious eternal kingdom of god pate kuona ufalme wa utukufu sana wa Mungu we'll take a short break tunaenda katika mapumziko mafupi maybe about 30 minutes or so pengine dakika 30 ama zaidi then we'll come back with an evening session na kisha tutarudi na awamu ya jioni because if i understand at home right kwa sababu naelewa kwamba watu wako nyumbani may the lord bless you hebu bwana awabariki toda shalom toda shalom erev tof